Hello, everyone. Welcome to the MCU crew. It's your favorite four-hour, one-hour podcast. At least that's what we say around these parts. <laughs> you said that with zero enthusiasm. Like a man who is being held at gunpoint to welcome everyone to the show. That's why. It, it, there's no... It's it, We beat that horse. It's gone. It's dead. Hello, it can't be regenerated, Happy- Jesse. No. JP, no. I will continue... To tell that dumb 30 FPS joke with the same gusto I did the first time. Well, that's still funny. That's because it's still (laughs) funny. It was never funny. It's been funny funny. every time. It's always good. Mm, It's always good. (laughs) I don't know about that, but thank you. It's always good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you. Well, thank you, JP. Bronze, we're not thankful. I like the glasses look, Bronze. Do you? I, I have. Am I just uh, dumb and I've never known that you wear contacts, or do you just not wear glasses um, all the time? I'm supposed to wear glasses. I don't, and oh. some of it is like I said. I I never found like a a comfortable frame, ah. and so I've been test driving these for a while before I invest in getting the lenses swapped out. But I've supposed to have been wearing glasses since like high school. <laughs> I just fucking realized yeah. me and Jesse have the same goddamn glasses. So did you I. Do. So did I. I God absolutely. damn it, Jesse. We look white even guy, more white like bearded brother. guy starter pack yeah. one is right here. Just the glasses. Wait, Jesus. but Jesse, didn't you have different glasses like a couple of weeks ago? No. Uh, yes, he I changed, copied me. Every, yes, every few years I change my glasses, but I've had the same like style for I don't know since 20 I remember you maybe? flexing on stream that link yours were like some brand they're definitely some brand I do my glasses <laughs> are the most expensive thing I own that's true I spent a lot of money on glasses what are those, like, they got DKNY? like mega tins and super things and oh okay you know the lenses are expensive the lens but also the frames I like go all out oh it's the most expensive thing I own oh these are just well, some, you're gonna some wear them every partners. day yeah I might as well like have some style on my body I consider it like my face purse it's stylish but like it's one of those small ones that like what are you putting in there really don't don't Nothing. say that. it's just the word accessory i don't, I don't like face purse I don't, i'm face not purse a, is what it is it's a face purse no JP? i'm not a face fan purse. of that i'm not it's uh you're right it's not a face purse it's a pop what is that called a hot pocket uh, clutch it's a face clutch okay it's accurate it's accurate it's better than face purse. <laughs> face purse does sound a little dirty. It just sounds gross. You know, I don't hate face purse because sometimes I wear glasses that are dummies and uh, just as an accessory. So it's a look. It's a fun accessory. Clearly, some people need a purse. They have stuff they got to put in there. I need this accessory, but like I could also just get surgery. But I don't want to. I don't want to. I you know. It's true. So here we are. You could get surgery. You could get Y'all some surgery people. Put some lasers in your I eyeballs. don't know. 
I was looking up like how they do it. I was like, no, nah, oh, no, you're not. Don't watch not the videos. That's that's a bad time. Yeah. No, I, I looked it up. I was like, ah, no, that that would never happen. Here's Even the problem. I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. But that means that then the world would have to like this have to is an acceptable Carey. face. You'd have to Drew Carey. This is a face. This is not a face. <laughs> this well, whatever this is. Why I don't are want you the world squinting? It's because you're like you're making. This is my normal JP. This is how I normally look without glasses. Oh. Put these on, I'm like, There's, I'm kind of presentable. My chat Over has here, an I'm ongoing... Like, Greetings, everyone, from the Mole Kingdom! <laughs> no, I'm all right. My chat I'm has fine. an ongoing joke because someone randomly came by the stream and said, I look... Uh, what was it, chat? Oh, God. Not nicer. It looks... Uh, there's a positive benefit to me removing... Kinder. I look kinder without my glasses on. You do look kinder. You do look like... Uh, can I, I tell you, you look like my cousin Jake. Shout out to Jake, wherever he's at. You look like you look kinder, like a sweetheart, like a guy who works in IT and is just trying to help. <laughs> but what? Why? Why do the glasses make me look not now kind? You look a little, now you look like now you look a little dangerous. And I might be biased. Okay. I may be biased, but you look a little dangerous and sexy now. Okay. Like, ooh, what's he hiding behind? Oh, so that's a, that's a, okay. I like the positive spin on that. As yeah, long yeah, as yeah, I don't yeah. look meaner with what glasses is, what, on. Ooh. Oh yeah, a little dangerous, a little like. Hmm, I like this. Oh I like let's yeah, bump the ego up. Now maybe projecting. I, I don't know. That's why I don't I do know. we it do this show projection. so Jesse can boost the ego. That's why we keep him around. <laughs> Thanks, pal. Yeah, the ego bump. The ego bump. Anyways, uh, bronze. Happy belated birthday. Turning, yes, happy birthday. Uh, Twenty-one years old. Had a, a great uh, birthday party out there. Took the town by storm. I heard. Oh, she muted herself. She can't even talk about it. It's so X-rated. It was that crazy. It was that crazy of a party. Yeah. She's got to investigate. I don't think she's figured Yo, it are out. Are you? Can you talk? Can we hear you? What happened? <laughs> oh, she rejoined. Date, is it good now? Yeah, you're good now. Hello. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened either. I don't either. I don't either. I, I just say thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah. Did you do anything? Are you? Do you go all out on your birthday, or is it low key, or do you just try do. to act like it doesn't exist, like I do? Uh, it, it's it's what? uh, it's weird. It's a it's a bit of a mix because I get crazy depressed around my birthday. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Some of it is my birthday. Some of it is I had a traumatizing life event like five days before my birthday. Sure. Like eight years ago, and so like. Uh, even though sometimes your brain forgets trauma, like, or your body forgets trauma, I should say, like your brain remembers. So because sure. it was such a, such a crazy time for me, um, I feel like around this time every year, like I naturally like remember it and I get like super depressed. So I usually try to like go on like a trip or get out of town, but I don't have that planned until like August because Got June it. was just so crazy for me. I had a really low key event with friends and like played board games because nice. I'm a nerd. Yeah, that sounds like <laughs> a great birthday. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. Corona and Lyme and board games. All right, I'm uh fuck Corona. I'm I'm out. Let's You don't like Corona? No. No. That's fair. Time out. Time out. What is the replacement then, JP? Whiskey. What are you drinking? Just straight whiskey. Eh, all right, it has to stay in the beer category. What are you drinking? <laughs> Nothing. A lager, if you will. Nothing. 
No, if if mm. I okay, so if I'm you have at to point, you have to stay. If in I'm the... at gunpoint and I'm forced to drink a beer, it's a blue moon. Uh, that has to be in the light summer fair lager variety. Blue Go. moons in that. It's, I don't like IPA double stouts, anything like that. Um, blue moon. Tell me that if you drink. are like, all right, all right, let's change this. You are in Mexico right now. Blue moon. I hope they deport you back to America. <laughs> I hope they ship you back. Like get out. Blue Moon, get out of here. Yeah, I don't, not even like a Modelo or Dos Equis. No, you can do anything. You're just like, no, Blue I, Moon. I don't like, like all right, the, my I'm dude. I'm not a fan of the, All right. It's too light for me. It's too, it's too, that was the point. It was a light like drink. You're just like, like, it's it. hot. No. You're outside. Some dude's grilling lobster for some reason. No. And you're like, and I want Blue Moon. They'd be like, Blue Moon. Get off the beach. Get no, off, I, I would say I want whiskey. And they say, sir, we don't serve how, hard alcohol. And I said, okay, I'll take a Blue Moon. That's, that's how the conversation would go. You're too, you're like too much of a classy drunk for me. <laughs> I'm like, have you ever just wanted to put rum in everything? Uh, Sign me up. <laughs> uh, it's bad time. It's yeah. Bad time. Yeah, I've embraced my old age alcoholism. That's a weird thing. I can tell. Uh, I can tell. That's I very nice. Whiskey. That's sweet of you. Yeah. yeah. You get a whiskey with, you order a whiskey with one king cube. That's the order. So you get a whiskey drink? I get a whiskey drink. Yeah. No vodka drink, mm. though. No. Of course not. Yeah, no vodka. Only whiskey. Anyways, hey, we sometimes talk about the MCU. Uh, we got two episodes <laughs> of Miss Marvel to discuss. Before we do that, you guys missed the co-stream of the greatest red carpet to ever be allowed to be co-streamed. Oh, my God. I forgot you watched the red carpet. I watched it live on air with the Twitch audience. And let me tell you. It was all right. It, it was, it, you know, it you was. You've never said it's amazing. There has not been one time you were like, "That was the greatest it's because red it's always, I've there's ever all, seen." It's. I don't want to. Mm. Erica Ishii was one carpet. of the. No, I got you. I got the, you. JP. Well, no, Erica Ishii was one of the the interviewees or one of the hosts of it, and so I don't want to discuss like. There are moments of cringe that occur, but there are moments because Erika Ishii is, one, a huge nerd like myself, and two, a massive Marvel fan like myself. And so if you're standing one person away from, like, Chris Hemsworth or Natalie Portman or, like, giant stars, you're going to kind of freak the fuck out. <laughs> she does. I, don't, I, I just thought we were going to talk about how, in general red carpet shows are stupid and they're kind of silly waste of everybody's time and are literally there to like they're kind of silly you know hype up the ego of everyone involved but like not true you know it doesn't i don't know anyone who's like i really 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 care about like there's the a, same three teases we see every time there's you know? a lot of cosplayers it's like, like, these what do you days think? Uh, well, I, maybe that's marvel specific but yeah there's there's they focus on the cosplayers and they I think honestly invite them out because there's like a hundred or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I think that's very sweet. Yeah, yeah. I think that's very sweet to have that interaction. Like, that's fine. I have no problem with that. I just think like the idea of red carpets in general, just like kind of the idea of ward shows. Unless you're getting one or you're involved, I don't know why I would care. I'm like, unless I'm at the red carpet, why the hell would I ever care about what happens at a red carpet? They're a little silly. No, I don't know. It's a weird thing. I, I think everyone would, even the people that plan them, would say they're they're silly. They're uh, left over from the old Hollywood, as it were. Um, yeah. And then, you know, a lot of the, I think a lot of the purpose of red carpets these days is for 
a celebration for like the cast and crew to come out, blah, blah, blah. But it's also for the Hollywood press to come out and like ask the stars questions about what they're doing next. Cause it's all just like one cycle. Right. And so they're there to like talk to Kevin Feige and be, see if he drops any spoilers, see if anyone else drops any like massive spoilers, uh, about the film, uh, which they always try to like get the guests to do. Um, and then they sell something. I- I'm trying to think what the, what was like the big sponsor? Like I don't think there was a Thor. car at Thor. Brought to you by the Nissan Quest. Go on your quest with Thor this fall. There was an almond commercial. Almonds? Yeah, they did an almond goof. Oh, near will crack that nut. That's literally what it was around. It was about that. Well, of course it was. Yeah, of course it was. There's because a Ford. They put as much thought and creativity into those things as I did just now. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there was a Ford uh, EV there, which I don't think they did like a sponsor. There's for. always a car. It's always sponsored by Have a car. Have you seen that yeah. freaking Uber Eats commercial with Gwyneth Paltrow talking about eating toilet paper? No. I have not. No. What? Oh, my God. That just reminds me of what, <laughs> of what you're saying. What are you saying, doing over though? there? Are you all right? Yeah, this is you, uh, you okay? really... Okay. My cat is... He's been such a troublemaker today. <laughs> I just can't. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I've not seen that commercial, but I have seen that cat. It drives me crazy. It literally drives me insane because I guess like the whole marketing pitch is like, we want people to know you can order things other than just food on Uber eat oh okay and like an uber Gwyneth paltrow sitting there on the floor like cross-legged being like things can be really confusing like what are the eats and the things you can't eat or the not eats and she's like like and then it literally shows her like eating paper towels and toilet paper and stuff and being like "Mm, i think that's a not eat and i'm just like did you guys think this commercial through at all i mean it worked because <laughs> you're talking about it on a show, but I, I have not seen I guess. It. Yeah, I guess in that when I watch RuPaul's Drag Race, I'm just like, get this bitch off my TV! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've never seen that. I've never seen that. The, uh, the best... Mean, you haven't like, truly embraced TV. the goop lifestyle, it's so true. that's your problem. Yeah. The best part of the... Uh, one of my favorite parts, I should say, of the red carpet is when they had Chris Pratt he, show, he was the last person to show up. He's not even like really, I mean, he's in the film, but he's not the star of the film or anything. And I'm fairly certain that Chris Pratt was fucking drunk. Because <laughs> his interview Drunk was, with the love of Jesus. He, was, on, he was a little wild. In the, it was the, he's the only person I saw cuss in the entire thing. Uh, but he also brought the like star energy. So it worked. He just seemed like a crazy you know, Hollywood star type deal. And the crowd went fucking wild. And Erica and uh, Anthony, who was the Anthony Carboni was the other. Uh, oh, Anthony. Always oh, Anthony. Anthony. He's deep with Disney in the interview yeah. game. Uh, he was, yeah, I think he, he did the Star Wars celebration as well. Uh, but yeah, it, that was a that was a fun interview. He also he, he so have you guys seen the latest trailer or the last trailer for the new Thor with the goats? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Chris Pratt said the the entire reason that the goats existed is so that James Gunn would have to deal with goats in Guardians 3. That's the only reason Ty could put them in the movie is so that they would have to that James would have to somehow incorporate them into Guardians 3. 
there. That sounds like like the most Taika shit I've ever heard in my entire life. It's really good. It's really good. I I thought that was a, uh, yeah, kind of like that. Kind of like that. If you want to, if you want to get like just way off topic, but a Marvel adjacent. If you want to get prime uh, Taika material, Uh there is a video. I think it might be, I don't know what company it is. It, lad bible some sort of nonsense okay. where it's taika waititi and uh uh my brain just died chris captain america that one okay <laughs> sure what's what his last name uh How can name, I remember that? it's chris something or other not hemsworth, hemsworth not hemsworth and, Pratt, and uh evans it's always evans, evans. God. yeah uh, it's it's Taika Waititi and Chris Evans literally just playing a game together, and the two of them are like the most charming, fun dudes I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, Taika, they asked like Taika like what he looks for most in working on set, and he's like, you know, just like people who aren't pieces of shit. And I was like, wow, that is that sounds like a like an actual heavy lift in Hollywood. So yeah, I'm glad he found that. Yeah, they, they it's talk, very fun. It's very fun to watch them. They talked about the set a lot and like how Taika's set is unlike any other. Every every director's set is is different, is ultimately what they, sure. they were saying. But they said Taika is like unbelievably uh chill and kind of anything goes for the most part, as long as you kind of stick like around the script. And if he flowed an idea to him, chances are he's gonna be like, Yeah, let's try that. And then if it doesn't yeah. work out, he's gonna make a joke and laugh at you when it doesn't work out. But he's still gonna let you try it so i think that that's kind of a it's got to be a fun place to a fun set to work on uh sure for sure so yeah there's there's not much else out there uh at the red carpet no one really leaked anything um at least from the actor side of things the premiere right after that i think a lot of stuff has leaked i have not seen uh any of it myself they do have a lot of uh reactions as they do and uh, let me tell you, they're just like they always are. So there's not too much to cover there. Um, you got a lot of phrases like the best entry in phase four behind uh, Shang-Chi and No Way Home. Apparently, it's a really emotional movie. A lot of I cried in all of these reactions, which uh, maybe leads some, you know, maybe maybe that's because of the, the Mighty Thor storyline. Uh, if they're going that route, I don't know what else it could be. A lot of people also described it as like a romantic comedy between Thor and Jane. That was a big, uh, a big takeaway, but in general, everyone said it was, uh, it was good that, uh, Christian Bale is, is fantastic. He's actually like a real evil fucked up villain. Um, but the comedy was on point. Russell Crowe was apparently good. Um, they said it's kind of like a love letter to, uh, to the eighties. So. Nothing, uh, no one really, as usual, no one really had anything super negative to say about it. Uh, they said it was a great follow-up to, to Ragnarok. So I'm I mean, looking I'm forward glad, to it. Yeah, I'm glad people are saying good things rather than, we all know what like a bad movie uh, yeah. the premiere is. That's, people yeah, are like, sure. it's divisive. Some people, I liked it, but some people may not. I'm glad there's none of that, which is, which is a good sign. Yeah. Uh, there was, I, uh, as I was saying, there was nothing negative. Uh, Eric Italiano. I don't know who he writes for. Let's see if we can find out what publication. Uh, oh, he, 
he's a senior writer for for the Bro Bible. Uh, well, said right. that the plot felt flat and stakeless. Not sure if that's a Thor problem or an MCU without a big bad problem. I don't know. A little bit of both. I don't know. Uh, and they also said Tessa Thompson and Natalie Portman uh, were the standouts. That was another huge takeaway that, that Natalie had like a, a fantastic role in the film in general. And they get to kind of like bro out the entire film around with Thor. So those were all the uh, the different reactions from that. There's a bunch of them if you want to go read them all. Uh, I'm reading some from uh, just comicbook.com, but you can find collections of them out there uh, if that's something that you're interested in. So. Uh, you guys get your tickets already for Thor? Are you good to go? No, you you always ask this, and we always mm-hmm. say we'll get it later. I don't understand. And you're always like, I can't believe you guys yeah. aren't going to get tickets right away. And we're like, why? I can't believe it. Why are I we? I can't believe it. Every time. I can't believe it. We've got uh, two casting news uh, updates here. You guys have both seen Ted Lasso, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You haven't? Oh, my God, Bronson. You got one. You have to watch ted lasso uh this is only gonna make sense for yeah you have to it's like you actually have to uh but uh roy kent jesse cox is gonna be in the mcu as as hercules in what film they haven't said yet (laughs) which makes me think that he might be in the new thor I was about to say, it seems like that might be like a Thor thing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Brett Goldstein is the actor's name, uh, and he's apparently been cast as Hercules, the son of Zeus in the MCU, uh, according to a handful of different uh, different sites out there that have a pretty credible source on it, they say. So mm. we shall see if he pops up in the new Thor, if he's in a post credit scene or what. But uh, it might be like if, if Zeus dies, it might be interesting to have Hercules show up in a post credit scene and be like, well, where the hell is uh, Dad. Thor? Oh, yeah. You know, it's like yeah. son versus son. You know what I mean? Like Hercules versus Thor is always a fun goof. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. Like, oh, what the hell? Where's that guy at? Yeah. It's a terrible line read, but you know what I mean? (laughs) What the hell? Sure. Where's that Thor? It'll be, it'll be, I kind of feel like he's just going to play Roy Kent and that's going to (laughs) be like, he's going to be Roy Kent in the MCU as Hercules. Uh, And maybe that's, maybe that's all he needs. He's probably going to have to buff up a little bit too. He's not, he's definitely not out of shape, but he's not fucking Hercules ripped. Uh, But the MCU doesn't have a problem getting people ripped like that. So we'll see if that actually comes true. The other big uh, acting or the other big actor announcement comes from uh, the Spider-Man spinoff show of Madam Webb. And they have added Emma Roberts from American Horror Story uh, in an unconfirmed role. So that movie. I don't want it. That movie's still not canceled yet. I guess they're still trying I don't want along. it. Who ordered that? It's like someone came and put this hors d'oeuvre on our table and all of us are sitting around like, who the fuck ordered that? <laughs> no one wants to own up it's to like it. It's like some durian <laughs> or some shit that's sitting on the table. <laughs> I don't even like, know. Who? We're just all sitting here like, who the fuck ordered that? I'm not paying for it. Who ordered this? Yeah. And no one's owning up to it. 
Sony. Mm. Sony ordered it. I yeah, I'm not a like I can't figure out why we're getting it, especially after Sony flopped with Morbius and then double flopped with Morbius, which is insane to me. They were like, re-release it so we can get shamed even more. Yeah. And then we're literally like, people are memeing it, guys. This means they're gonna go watch the movie. Yeah. Well, there's that, and there's also the other upcoming spinoff, Craven. Craven the Hunter. He's getting his own. Craven's cool. I do not trust Sony to make anything good with it. No. You have to have Spider-Man for a Craven film. Otherwise, it's not good. No, don't you get it? It's just like uh, Venom. We're going to get the back. Like, you want to see the anti I mean, they're making a Venom 3 as well. That That's a that's a film that's being made. Uh-oh, Eddie. A Venom 3? <laughs> and he, you got to remember, Venom also traveled through the multiverse into 616. Oh, I know. And left a part so of it like, behind. So yeah. that's, you know. So that's the thing. So, yeah. Do they... Uh... Oh, yeah, they do have a release date. It's currently a July 7th, 2023 release date. So this time next year, we're going to be getting hype for a Madam Web film. Or someone I, will. It couldn't even... It, it, is, it makes no sense. No matter what the plot is, I can tell you right now, it's not going to be good. There's no <laughs> Madam Web plot that I'm like, that's it. That is it. That's what I want to see. Out of my Madam Web story. Uh-huh. No, there's none of that. Mm-hmm. It's bad, man. Yeah. Uh, the Sony executive Sanford Panich, I guess, is who's kind of behind all this. Uh, apparently previously hinted that there are plans to feature Holland in the upcoming adventures. So is is that enough to get you in the theater if Holland is confirmed to show up in that stuff? Jesse or Bronze, are you I mean, guys going to go check it out? I will go see any movie if it's good. Okay. But I don't see how at the moment. Those are good. Just name dropping Tom Holland means it's a good movie. Mm. Like, Madam Web as a concept, you're already, it's like a trudge uphill. So <laughs> now you have to sell me on that, plus the idea of like it being good and that you're not going to immediately like destroy the Spider-Man we know. You know what I mean? Like. Sure. Or Tom Holland is now wrapped up in a thing that, like, may be bad. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, the Deadpool 3 writer. Uh, where did he reveal this? His name is Rhett Rees. He did an interview. Uh, man, Bro Bibles everywhere. He did an interview with the Bro Bibles post-credit podcast. Um and said it's dead uh deadpool 3 is a wonderful opportunity for a fish out of water uh deadpool is a lunatic at the center of a movie to drop a lunatic into a very sane world it's straight butter it's going to be really fun so i guess they're just going to have him like multiverse hop over to the mcu and that's going to be that film i don't really know what the other plots of that are but i i do know that uh i guess on the BBC somewhere, I'm trying to find the article right now, but yeah. I guess on the BBC or something, Chris Hemsworth was like, I would love to be in Deadpool 3. Yeah, but he was doing it to to like get it uh, Hugh Jackman, though. And I don't understand. Yeah, 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 I think he was just trying to mess with Hugh Jackman, but like, I'm here for it. Yeah. I would love to see as many surprise cameos as possible and just no Hugh Jackman. 
<laughs> I think that'd be fucking hilarious. That'd be hilarious. If like yeah. everyone's like, if Wolverine were here right now, <laughs> that's gonna be very funny. Yeah. Um, it'll also be rated R. So it'll be the first MCU Great. film that's rated R. So Great. they're Great. not taking that and away then from it. Blade. Uh, I think Blade's PG. I think they've already confirmed no, that. No, no, no. It's, Blade is rated R in our hearts. Oh, all right. Maybe so. We also as got... As include, like, cool cool techno beats. Doom, 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 oh, doom, and Blade? Wait, that's the Matrix. Never mind. That was the Matrix name. <laughs> Never mind. That was Matrix name. Yeah, when they're... When I'm they're, aware. I know. That's when they go yeah. to the, the... They walk into... At the end of that, is when they walk into the armory. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to see why this happened, but Marvel uh, released an official update to the Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline. Pardon? Uh, they have, this website, comicbook.com, hasn't linked, but it's in, like, just text listing. I don't know if they have a proper website for this um but i'll just read you the the last seven or eight so it goes i'll read you everything post end game so it's avengers end game followed by loki followed by what if followed by wandavision falcon and the winter soldier shan chi and the legend of the ten rings eternals and these are the four films that are the four things after Eternals, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, and Miss Marvel. Yeah, I mean, that checks kind of out of, of but again, you know what? No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing yeah, it. Believe I'm not, it not doing it. I'm not playing these games. I'm believe playing these games, not. Marvel. Okay. I'm playing these games. If okay. I was on that red carpet, I would have asked every single celebrity coming down that carpet. I've been like, <laughs> so in the Marvel Universe, there's a giant man standing out, like hanging out of the ocean. Do you think your character would be upset about that and how no one has talked about it? And just wait till they respond. You're like, uh, Chris Hemsworth, so is Thor aware that a giant man is in the middle of the ocean? Uh, and how is that affecting his duties as Thor? I, uh, there was a, I think it was on Jimmy Kimmel. I forget what talk show it was. Uh, and they had Natalie Portman there and they took questions from the audience to ask Natalie Portman. And this man stood up, he was cosplayed as someone, I forget who it was. It was kind of, it's what you're picturing in your brain in terms of the cosplay. And uh, he asked Natalie Portman if his, uh, or sorry, if her uh, mighty Thor, he said something along the lines of like, is your mighty Thor from a different universe or is she from the MCU or 616 universe? Uh, do you have a comment on that? And she just goes, I'm not smart enough to know what that is. <laughs> Which yeah. is kind of bullshit because she's definitely smart enough. Uh, she's actually incredibly smart. Like she has like a yeah. fucking degree from MIT or some shit. It's a very, but... <laughs> very polite way of saying I'm not invested in invested yes. in it the way you are. hundred percent. So hundred percent. I'm not going to say that though. Yeah. 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 So with that in mind, uh, Jesse, we have to, we have to blow up these red carpet streams in terms of viewers so that I can get Twitch to send you out there with a Twitch camera crew and ask these stars about the man in the ocean. I think uh, they would be fools not to send the three of us out there. 
one of those round table discussion things. We <laughs> sit there and like people, the celebrities come to us. They just show they up. They want to be in. on the MCU crew and they want to sit down and have yeah. a short conversation with Bronze. And Bronze yeah. will be like, so what do you think about this bullshit? Right. And they'll have a conversation and they come over to me and I give them like a bottle of water. I really am not involved. I'm like, thanks for coming by. <laughs> Wait, why are you not involved? You have to ask them about the man. They don't the want, you don't want me on camera. You know, I will literally be like, why is there a fucking man in the ocean and no one's talking? <laughs> Feige, what is your problem? So we just need They'd to talk like, to Feige is what you're saying. Feige would be like Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, I wasn't even aware there was a guy in the ocean. I didn't film that. I wasn't a part of that. I'd be like, no! Gwyneth Paltrow would be like, that's Aquaman. That's DC. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, uh, Feige, what do you think about Ezra Miller and the fact that they're still releasing that movie? Yeah, it's that's one of the funniest. You think it's weird they're still releasing that movie? Dude. Is it, are they too far gone? Is they have to release it now? What's I've, your thoughts on that? I've never uh, seen a contract, so this is purely me talking uh, through speculation. But if you're a host on those things, there is a fucking massive list of do and don'ts in terms of oh i'm aware yeah of of terms of like don't mention this don't mention this property don't say anything about like i think i think because there was two or three times where the other host corrected them i don't think the host could talk about how hot it was at the red carpet premiere um i i'm just letting you know you can't talk about much yeah. But also, uh, every time I've ever hosted a big event, they're always like, thank you. We're definitely not inviting you back. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're too much. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I, a masturbation joke here, a swear there. It's like people don't want you around anymore. It's weird. I, I, I was, I was like, surprised. You're not professional. I was surprised because uh, one of the, I forget her name, uh, one of the, the interviewees or one of the hosts was, uh, like filling while they were waiting for, I think it was Kevin Feige uh, to show up at the like little interview uh, podium thing. And uh, she was on like the proper red carpet where all the other interviews are occurring. And uh, the God butcher gore, who's uh, I want to say Kevin Bacon, but it's not Kevin Bacon, whatever the actor's name is uh, accidentally stumbled in like bail. Christian bell. Thank you. Accidentally stumbled and like walked into her and like bumped her. And then she said, oh, don't worry about it. You can bump into me anytime. And then, like, smiled at the camera. And so then it cut back to uh, Anthony Carboni. And uh, Kevin Feige was there. And it said, hey, uh, so-and-so just tried to steal uh, Christian Bale's wallet down on the red carpet. You need to go, like, take this out. <laughs> and Feige was like, what the fuck? Like, why would, why would you fucking say that? He didn't know how to deal with it. Then they cut back to her, and she's like, uh he is like hey i heard you stole someone's wallet and they just both deadpan the camera and cut back so i think that's about as loose as you can get jesse you can't yeah, yeah. go much no, further trust me. than that there's definitely a line i'm aware i've had a few good talks with executives afterwards like you can't do any of that we are not asking you back i'm like all right you don't pay well anyway yeah <laughs> like all right yeah. bye yeah. so yeah i'm definitely not that guy so i will gladly sit off camera and be like let the professionals handle it i'll say some weird shit yeah Here's yeah. a water. Enjoy. Okay. Well, if, if Twitch ever comes a call and then they let us do a red carpet thing, we'll just let bronze yeah. be the person to interview everyone. Do we, can we do a separate red <laughs> carpet outside for the cosplayers? Like, and who are you dressed as? Maybe. That'd be, I think it'd be better. We block off another part of 
<laughs> of the street and we have people come the cosplayers come to us first before they go in and we're like and who are you supposed to be <laughs> is this a gucci <laughs> it could be great i think that'd I think be, great. be great i think we'd have to get yeah. you a full on it you have to go in the in the dead of summer so it has to be a summer blockbuster release well yeah and you course. have to wear a and I'll, and I'll... full suit jesse with vest yeah. and like a hat like maybe even a fedora and has to be really I'll wear colorful. that uh hulk and you have suit to do that, made that little boy wearing the dance number of yes. marvel yes i'll wear that hulk suit and just be like you know is that prada who are you what is that be great. Yeah, it'll be great. Be ten out of ten. I'm about it. Yeah. You want to talk, Miss Marvel? Is it time? Hell yes. Sure. Uh, Miss Marvel episode two and three. We didn't do an episode last week. Uh, Jesse, let's get me and you because I think I'm I'm hoping Bronze has a conflicting opinion here because that makes for the best uh, content. Uh, I actually... I hate talking about the show. Why is that? Because everyone's like, what is your take on this, Bronze? You have a unique yes! perspective. <laughs> like, I'm the fucking ambassador of <laughs> India. I hate it. I hate talking I, about I've dreaded as the representative, every MCU Bronze, group. As the representative, as the representative of Bronze, all of India Bronze, and women. You, like, oh my I, God, people won't fucking let me live. And then I can't have any, I can't have any less than like, this show is so important and i feel so oh you told dude otherwise I, I have a handful of friends uh that will not watch this show because of uh comments made from the characters in episode two and three so you're i i don't think you have to okay, be like so i'm not the, that's what, i've been saying that yeah. forever jp people don't believe me or i'm like there are a lot of thisy people who don't like this show yeah absolutely. and there are people that are like what no it's good and i was like bleep I yeah i i see. think you got it look here, here's <sighs> the here's the deal as and jesse you tell me if i'm wrong about your take on it i'm absolutely sure. enjoying the show i think this show is fantastic but it's because i'm an ignorant fucking white guy who has no idea of any of the significance of what is actually I, being displayed to me. do you I really okay i have to ask this i have to ask this uh-huh you Given the writing and pacing in episode three, you still really like it? Yeah. Because I've just put all the Indian stuff aside. I've decided this is not representation. I'm <laughs> So I just watch it like any other Marvel show. <coughs> and I still... Okay, I'll have, I have thoughts. I still can't get into it. Okay. But I don't so, know. Maybe that's me. Yeah, I, I, I will immediately say that I think... I'm with JP and that I enjoy it, but I definitely got the vibe in episode three like i think with all the marvel shows we've talked about lately it moves at a pace that is like okay i guess we're doing this now and it, yeah, it definitely has yeah. pacing issues but that's i think right? all the marvel tv shows which is like and you know what frankly the star wars ones too but anyway speaking of star wars i had an epiphany while watching this show because <laughs> i was i saw your tweet last night bronze about the the dance number and I had an opinion, and I don't know if this is one to one. I obviously I don't think it's a, it's one to one accurate, but but I believe the reason JP and I enjoy it is because we have little to no experience with this worldview yeah, and the culture absolutely. these people are coming from, and I feel like just me personally that it is kind of how I am with Star Wars. 
when I'll see people talk about how much they love Obi-Wan and how they love all the stuff in it, and I'm like, what? No. And I think it might be because I have 25 years, almost a lifetime of experience with Star Wars, and I know every little fucking detail of it, that when I see something, I'm like, that's inaccurate. That's not correct. Sure. That is wrong. Why are they doing this? That's not... And so, it, it, it like, the things that I'm seeing, I'm like, I can't ignore that. I can't ignore what I'm looking at. And I sometimes wonder if, like, because you exist in a real world where things, like, you have real-life experience with these things, that things that are dumbed down or made different for a wider audience you're like well i can't accept that as being okay and i'm very curious if that's mm. where you're coming from because that's like how i feel and obviously again not one-to-one -one, but it's like I, I had that epiphany last night well when i saw your tweet i was like the dance number never even like occurred to me as being a thing i would be concerned about or thinking about and you were like that was trash <laughs> and so i'm like okay <laughs> really? i think i kind of understand where you're coming from a little bit what was the why was the dance number was it just a bad dance number was that the the reason why or was there other reasons to to speak to that it's just specifically it was such a poorly choreographed dance number oh okay gotcha and it was like yeah which like if you see i mean jp the one you linked is better than that like indie oh, we're the, weird the white guy. do performances at like every wedding yeah this is like a thing especially like western indians indians in america canada uk We'll do choreographed numbers at weddings. And I got this like comment from some white dude that was like, well, it was supposed to be a casual number. And I was like, okay, well, you've never been to one of these weddings probably. And I've been to like 30. Sure. And the, the, the awkward thing about this people is we have a lot of good dancers. If you're a POC, you know, we have like shit tons of good dancers. So for us, it's like when you do the choreographed number, at the beginning of a wedding to like kick off the dance floor thing, especially Pangra, because they were like they had Punjabi music as Pangra music. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this isn't like representative of like and and even if they were trying to do a cute casual, like, oh, look at these really bad dancers thing. Mm -hmm. When you're the first people to do something, you have a responsibility to do it well. Like you're showing off the first vestiges of like, like this, I think this has been my sort of defensive perspective about it. Knowing like as a Punjabi woman that like, this is going to be some people's first experience sure. with Punjabi culture. And so therefore you have a responsibility to like do everything. You want kind them of, to like, you know, nail do it. it that. Yeah. Yeah. To give it, do it justice. So I think like when a lot of us see like how things have been played for a joke, or kind of cringe. It's like, well, people already don't respect Indian dance. I've grown up with tons of stand-up comedians and tons of videos about how Indians are like durka 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 durka, which is annoying when I'm like, yo, no, we have like banger dance numbers. Like, you know, like whether or not a movie does well in India is predicated on how well the music videos and soundtracks do. So I let it go in the first episode when she daydreams about her parents and this is through Kamala's perspective she's daydreaming about how she's going to go to a vendor con and that through her perspective she's seeing her parents and they're both wearing like i love kamala shirts but they're doing it in her daydream where they're like durka 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 like that whole thing where they're like oh yes kamala and i was like 
These are, this is from Kamala's perspective, though. I would see that maybe this is how outsiders see her parents. But, like, I let it go. I was like, you know what? Don't be a bitter Punjabi bitch. Just let it go. But then when I saw the dance number, this one, I was like, oh, you hoes don't, you, you don't know how to dance. Like, that's what. <laughs> sure. You don't know how to dance. You didn't hire a choreographer. Because it read, it did not read as cute to me. I just was like, Kamala. Come on. It's your brother's wedding. You you didn't you don't know how to do this thing. And like little things like that, you can't let go. Like, okay, this is a big one. It's the bride's mendy ceremony. And her family's not there. Right. Well and she instead she's looking around and she's like, Wow, your family is big. And I'm like, or they make that joke like this is all your family. Were her parents not there? Because they were definitely in the wedding. Did they just not have yeah, them? They, the they were in the wedding. They, were not at that but they didn't have them Weird. in the Mendy. And the Mendy is like a super fun event where like the girl side of the family gets together and you all get your henna done. It's like this like super fun thing. And you have a lady Sangeet a lot of the time. And I've been to a couple of like Pakistani Muslim weddings, but I've been to a lot more Indian ones. But like, yeah, the Mandy's like a fun thing at Punjabi weddings, but it definitely involved. I thought that was I was like, we're finally going to see her side of the family. Yeah. And I think it, like in all, India, all in Pakistan, like in our culture, and and that was it. Yeah. For like a split second, which annoys me because it's like in our culture, it's not two people getting married. It's two families getting married. You get married for your family. Like it's like family is like such a big part of it. So, like, it's weird to see a Mendy ceremony and, like, her mom and dad aren't there. I'm just like, no, your mom and dad would be at your fucking Mendy. You're getting your bridal henna done. Like, your parents would fucking be there. And I think they even show a hand, like, feeding her, which to me, this is, like, one of the cutest bonding things ever is, like, when when my cousins and brother got wedding and or got married and stuff, you have, you put, you get your henna done, even if you're part of, like, the groom's side of the family. Um, and you can't touch anything while it's drying. Sure. And so other people have to feed you. I think it's the cutest, most bonding experience ever. I remember my dad feeding me John samosas, like when my henna was drying and when my sister got married, like I fed her food while her henna was drying. And they even show that cute scene, but they just show like a black hand. Like they don't actually show the family member that's like feeding her or anything. And to me, that's just for me, it's discordant, if that makes sense. Where I'm just like, well, why did you cut them out of the frame? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't her why wouldn't there be a quick scene with her parents? If you're gonna include them in the dance number later, they even show her little brother in the Hulk costume. I thought that was cute. Like, I was like, why were they not included at any other place in the like, cause for once again, if you're gonna do this culture, I'm like, that's so fucking weird that your parents wouldn't. But then, it, they were there, cause you see a you see a hand that's clearly like African American feed her. Yeah. yeah, they were. In yeah, the they're part of the dance part. number, but it's like they just shoehorned or jammed them in at the end. And I'm like, but this is a beautiful biracial wedding, showcasing different kinds of different ethnicities of Muslims in America. Why are they like a diversity footnote in a dance number? Why didn't you have them at the dinner with the like? Because that threw me too. I was like, why are her parents not at the dinner? 
where she's like, tell me about the partition. I think in episode two, I was like, where's the, why are her parents oh, right. not here? Because yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, as a thisy person, this shit throws me where I'm like, they would be, they would be there. Does the, um, at, at first, I legit thought let, let me ask, they were dead. Uh, I'm not uh, <laughs> Let me ask you a hundred percent dead serious question. And I, I don't mean this in like a snarky way or anything. Does the idea that mm -hmm. they are trying to facilitate a Marvel Disney story give leeway for them not being at everything that you just mentioned? Like they're not, the focus is not to show what the culture is. It's to tell a story mm -hmm. about Miss Marvel. Well, I think it's the opposite. I feel like they've tried to not tell a story about Miss Marvel and they've tried to like check every box. Mm. And like Bassett from my chat points out something I noticed too um is that in the comics like amir puts on african garb too like her family it's like they they actually lean into like oh these two families to the other culture side of it yeah yes and it's like really fucking wholesome and cute and it's awesome and this it's like it just feels like they're just trying to like oh we have to hit these notes in I a also, certain order i also think that the wedding for being the plot point of several characters for several episodes now served as nothing more than a scene for shit to go down at you know what i mean like yeah it was an it event was, for shit to go down yeah yeah it didn't exist it, like it was the setup to a fight which by the way i'm not sure how i feel about being introduced to it like i don't know what that boy's storyline is if he's like I'm the hot one who shows up in one episode. Yeah, he's kind of the way out with me. <laughs> he's a Meet weak. my mom. Oh, my mom is evil, and now I'm unimportant. Like, I have, again, this goes back to everything I've said for every Marvel show, for the like, Hawkeye, and, like, just keep going back. Only Loki is the only one so far that I thought, like, oh, that seemed well-paced. Everything else, they were just like, yeah. let's go. Well, we got to hurry through this. Well, like, and it's at the beginning of the episode, they're like, oh, we're interplanar beings and you know we're so excited to like meet you and you can give us hope and literally within 30 minutes they're like kill that bitch we need that fucking bangle that's what, yeah. like and i couldn't like, believe they were like we're not turn. gonna make people think they're good for much longer like f it <laughs> they're bad immediately like, yeah oh, oh okay there's a and very then that entire turn. scene was so awkward where she's like you know gamran shows up and he's just like you and your entire family are in danger. You have to get out of here. I'll go talk to them. No, you don't know my mom. She won't stop at anything to get what she wants. Oh, okay. I'll create a distraction. And I was like, okay, this number one, this boy can't act. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, even, even when he's confronting his mom, he's like, so you knew that it would be dangerous. Well, yes. And, and you still ask Kamala to do it. I can't believe you, mom. And I was like, okay, I don't know where they got this boy. But I don't. He's I don't has the acting range of a. Um, I don't understand how this plot line, like, again, I actually very much enjoy this show, but the villain plot line makes no sense to me. Like they, the villains like, suck. They're like, we need your help. Yeah, they're a little, and yeah, if you can open this portal for us or whatever and get us home, we'd be so grateful. And then, like, a day goes by, and they're like, bitch, taking too long. We're tearing her family apart, killing everyone. Like, yeah. It's been a day, y'all. 
You can't, you've been waiting for like a thousand years and you can't fucking just go, you can't wait a day? They're like, Look, no. Rita Repulsa was impulsive, okay? She wanted to get out there and destroy the Rangers. And she waited 10,000 years. Their, their entire plotline is like, we need your help. We, like, can you, I thought it was like, oh, this is a long con manipulation thing. No, they were like, it's been 36 hours and she hasn't delivered kill everyone. Someone in my like, chat. What are you talking about? Noxid, Chill out. Noxid calls them CW villains. I kind of like it that. It does have. They like, are. They are CW, CW villains. They, yeah. Yeah. I, there's I a guy, the white guy. I don't, that's a part of their three yeah, other, their diversity uh, evil squad. Literally is like, <laughs> <laughs> like you can't. Yeah. Am I wrong? He's literally like, ah, I'm the bad guy. Ah. And I'm just like, is this the thing? Like, and they Wait, is that the guy that's kind of set? Is that the bearded guy or the like semi balding guy? Yeah, the dude that's like. Oh, the bearded guy just seems like he's like unchained. Like he's completely crazy. There's a dude that's there's, comically is, evil. Yeah. He's yes, hot. Yes, he's just like, ah. It's so funny that like <laughs> they like have they have all the villains and then like their white friend who's like with them. It's hilarious. He's, because, like, he yeah, seems a little out of place for sure. All the villains are like, we need to get home, Kamala. We must have that band. And then this guy's like, I'm making sushi. Like, whatever. He's like in the background. <laughs> okay, yes, like, yeah. I'm, the, the, I'm the fourth one. Yeah. It's like, okay, dude. Thanks for showing up. Yeah. I am here as well. It just, it gets frustrating because like you have to set up villains to be interesting. And there's just no you, setup here. Do you and guys so think just, that they're the end the, villain of the show? Like they're they're the like big bad of, of yes, Miss Marvel. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, there's three episodes left. Yeah, they have time to introduce yeah. another villain. They have to be again. They got to stop. I would much rather have a made-for-TV Disney Plus movie that's two hours than another show that's six episodes that is that's. And like an hour each, but somehow feels super fast paced. Yeah. Like we have no time. They're really like, like twenty five minutes. I really enjoyed the first two episodes. We got to just like hang out with this girl finding her powers and like being a teen, and that shit I really enjoyed. As like, oh, you know what? This is fun. It's totally different than what we've gotten before. I really like this. I like the um uh uh like Scott Pilgrim versus the World vibe. Mm. not it was barely present in episode three episode three they kind of they dropped that ditched that sure. shit immediately i yeah. was like the yeah. fun of like a text message and then seeing it on the like neon lights and the, like that's cute and creative and yeah. i love that part of the mm. show and this episode had no this episode the was only like, thing they had now was, like, that was show again. one of they the things the wedding that, that was, was saving it, it for me yeah mm -hmm. the one of the things that was saving it for me was like that uh sort of illustrated style and then the music because the music yeah. is like, that's like my music. So it's like all banger shit. And I loved it. But then like, there's even episode two, like the part that got me was like, just like when her brother catches her out on a date. And I was like, oh, this is about to be mad relatable. Like if you're a this, you girl, you've probably been there at some point. Like, because you're, you're not supposed to date and you're on a date. And then you're somebody, you know, you see an auntie or an uncle and you're trying to hide behind a garbage can or something. I was like, oh, this is about to be mad relatable. And instead, she's like, this is my cousin. And I was like, that's your brother. He would know who your fucking cousins are. Like, like how massive do they think our families are that we don't know our own <laughs> fucking cousins? And he's like, this is our cousin, you know, Chodrika Beta. And he's like, oh, okay, I'm willing to totally go along with this because I guess that's what we're doing now. 
And he's like, but isn't Jodri from Pakistan? And he's like, oh, yes, of course. I am also Pakistani. Da, 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 da. And he goes for it. He's like, I was doing English accent because I thought it was funny. Da, da, da. And I was like, man, y'all really think we're dumb as shit, huh? Like You really think I like, thought- oh, yeah, it, that that would never work in an American show. But in an Indian show, these people are like, it's the it's the taxi driver from Deadpool. They're fucking stupid. They don't know how to dance. They don't know how to do anything. So, of course, this would work, you know? Like, I was just like, what is this scene? Like, what do you I think? You think every single like, person from Pakistan has an accent? I, I thought it was, I, I, I agree with you. It seemed weird. My assumption was that the brother just knew and was like, fine. He was and just like, playing just walked along. away. Let, but yeah. like, you're right. It wasn't played that way. But that was my assumption because I was like, there's no way her brother is like that dumb. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. So it was, I was like, it was I think a weird he's just scene being for chill, sure. but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. And I even thought that was going to come up like at the wedding. I thought like he was going to see Kamran there and be like, hey, Kamala, like we need to talk because I let it go at the restaurant. But, like we need to talk about like because one of so I always say that like and I, I try not to compare it too much to the comic, but the reason I bring the comic up is G Willow Wilson fucking killed that shit. And she's not like a native Pakistani or anything like that, but she clearly did her fucking research and she killed that shit because that was one of the first comics that made me openly weep because there was just scenes in it that I was like, this is too real. And one of them is her brother at one point sits down with Bruno and says, Bruno, you're a good boy. We love you. You're like family to us, but you need to know you and Kamala will never be a thing. And it is the most heart wrenching thing I've read in my entire fucking life. He's like, she's a good Muslim Pakistani girl. You are not. It's never going to happen. We'd love you. You're like a brother to me, but it's never going to happen. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like actual real life. And I remember like openly weeping and being like, this is the saddest shit I've ever read in a comic. And it's so true to like what it's actually like and poor Bruno you know my heart broke for him and in this like to see that kind of same situation played as a joke uh, like granted it wasn't with Bruno but to be like like that's like the scariest thing ever to be caught and I was like okay he must know and he's probably gonna have a conversation with her and be like you're lying you're sneaking out at night like what's going on you know because my brother had conversations with me like that yeah and instead to have him be like in his own world ignorant i was like brothers are their sisters keepers in my culture we have an entire um holiday called the raksha bandhan where you like tie this like this like basically friendship bracelet around your brother's wrist and pray for their like long life and safety because like that's your that's like somebody who fights for your honor is like your brother girls without brothers are like it's it's like considered sad to not have a brother so like to not have her brother like who they who she literally says once again this is the part where they did it right where she where she's like can you talk to mom and dad about avenger con he's like i'll go talk to them once again boys in this culture are allowed to do more than girls but your brother is usually more modern than your parents are so you know like i would ask my brother ricky like hey do you think you could talk to dad and see if i could do this or you know do you think you could so like to go from i th- i thought for sure i was like after he catches them He's going to let it go because he doesn't want to humiliate her. He's definitely going to be like, Kamala, what's going on? Like, I'm seeing you dating some dude. You're like, now he's showing up at the wedding. Like, this isn't, come on, this isn't you. Like, you're a good person. You're a good girl. 
Because that was such a big part of the narrative of episode three is like, you know, my daughter's a good girl. I don't know who that girl is. Her mother would be ashamed of her. But Kamala's a good girl. Kamala would never pull the fire alarm. And then he there's like no payoff to that. He's never like. Like that brother sister relationship is there for the first episode and then quickly dropped in two and three. And I'm just like, I that was one of my favorite parts. Mm. And so I just don't know why you're not including that you know like this this is one of in my opinion the best parts is that you know do you think they drop like the entire family for the next episodes that they're leaving town or or is that is that like a family event where everyone travels well they said bring your mom the end to me was also ham fist it was just like she's just like kamala beta you have to come to karachi okay bye and i was like because you had a train dream (laughs) like what's going on it feels again very much like moon Knight, where they're like we have to get them to egypt somehow so fuck it they're just going to egypt yeah and again look it's a disney thing it's uh if you watched Obi-Wan, I'm convinced that the last two episodes are the idea they had. And then they were like, well, we got to have six episodes. So the first four are getting to the last two, which is like, that's a terrible way to do anything. And it's very, uh, you know, I, oh, it drives me crazy. And I feel like that's kind of what's going on here is like, we got to get them overseas. So how do we do that? Well, yeah, because <clears throat> I, I think you know, that's we'll going to be phone the, call and that's it. I, I think the. The culmination, the the moment where like Miss Marvel becomes a fully realized superhero, she's going to get both bracers, and then she's going to have like the full power, and then she'll fight. I that's why I was wondering if they're really the if the four, uh, whatever the the funny line Bronze had, which I can't remember, uh, the the CW the gin, villains, the like the yeah, like if, if the Jen or the bad, if the uh, the big bads, uh, or if there's going to be like an extra because. The other thing which we uh we haven't talked about yet is that was definitely a blue arm in the uh yes the like yes the past which is probably a cree arm um which is even a little bit more weirder if you think about the idea that the bracelet and the uh shun chi uh the ten rings are related because at the end of that movie captain marvel said that she's never seen anything like this and she was like heavily involved with the Cree fucking army in the film, right? So is like, that... and we're we're positive it's Cree. No, it's not what I read they, at all. I didn't read that said, at all. They haven't said it at all. But like, it's a blue fucking arm. Like, like I clearly don't know much about, uh, you know, like the temple they were in. I assume it was a temple. Yeah, uh, like that. But but when I saw a blue arm. The like history nerd in me was like, oh, is that like a Shiva thing? Like that's what I was thinking, but could, that could be maybe. like way off. You know what I mean? Like I thought it was yeah. just a statue that had the bracer on it, is what I thought. It was it, like crumbled uh, away, but maybe it was an actual like. All we know is that it's a blue arm. Thing. I don't know. And the only relationship to that so far in Marvel is that I think blue aliens are Cree. Like that's that's the only thing that they've shown. Granted. There's, I'm sure, a billion different different species of. Aliens, I assumed so. it was like, a like something Cree or alien too, because they immediately said they're interplanar entities. Yeah. Which is why I was like, oh, they didn't go for like the big swing, because I was like, oh, is it going to be like an inhuman a thing, Hindu right? deity? Oh, oh, yeah. I was that. like, yeah, I was like, I wonder if that's, that's going to be a thinking. thing. And then they start talking about how they're jinn, and I was like, oh shit! And then they're like, 
well, that's just what they call us, but we're actually aliens. And so the locals started calling us Ajnabi, which I didn't understand that at all because Ajnabi just means stranger. Yeah. Uh, so- <laughs> that that was one of the you, things that I had. I had a lot of friends that were just like, yeah, fuck that. Like, that's kind of a, a fuck Yeah, did you, you think that us. was like, personally, yeah. even I felt a little cringe when they were like, also known as genies. And I was like, get the yeah, fuck out of here. That's where <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's a little cringy line. That was super cringe. Yeah. Like, genies and i was like mm, yeah. my friends were like fuck you didn't this need shit. to do that that was unnecessary yeah that was that so it was that that specific line uh or that specific thing in episode three and then in episode two when and you're gonna have to help me here bronze uh mm-hmm. when they're celebrating eid um they mm-hmm. refer to it as lesser eid and I, I think it was the the woman who's uh, going for the like elected position or whatever. Mm-hmm. She refers mm-hmm. to it as uh, lesser Eid. And for my friends, they were just like, "Yeah, fuck that. No, like Eids are not lesser than one another. They are like of the same significance." And they just were like, "Yeah, yeah we're yeah. done. We're I done with the show." Comparing, she's comparing two Eids, two Eids, and saying one other. is lesser and one yeah, is greater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff like that. that you're just like, oh, that's not. So I'll give you one of mine from episode two. Like I clocked the Eid thing and then I clocked the. um, uh, Oh, gosh, she has a scene right before she talks about her hijab, which is it's fine that she's talking about her hijab. That's not the issue. Sure. Right before that, she says something that's like for a lot of this people, like a huge red flag. She says my entire life, I've always been too white for the brown kids and oh this is too in the bathroom brown for the white kids yeah and i was like oh my god i know girls like that like or i know people like that and they're usually fucking assholes you've never been too white for the for the brown kids that's not a thing that's lit that's literally not a thing like sure. and usually it's it's them that ostracize themselves and get mad like well i listen to like my chemical romance and you guys listen to like <laughs> Lamber Hussein Puri, you know? I'm sorry, I just haven't seen Hamdil Dechike Sanam. I'm a bigger fan of like Casablanca. So like when any whenever anyone says like my entire life I've been too white for the brown kids, I'm just like, first of all, Nakia, you're like your actress is Lebanese. So why are we acting like you can't pass? Oh, I, I don't know what to tell you. Ethnically, aren't y'all Caucasian? Maybe I'm wrong. But I was like, I know plenty of Lebanese people that are white passing. So I was like, you can't be shocked that people don't think that you're a brown person. That That's number one. Most of the dissy people in here, you know. But number two, uh, I don't, and I hope they at, at some point, they're not trying to write her to be likable. She makes her problems with white people, brown people problems if that makes sense. So like, because she's been ostracized by white people in her school, mm. it's apparently like that. And then even when she talks about uh, this, like she's talking about female empowerment, getting elected to the women's council or the mosque council, like, fuck yeah. yeah. And then she's like, except look at this Muslim girl who's a superhero. And now look, she's blowing up our spot. And I'm like, or you're being profiled by white people. Right. That I took it as that. Yeah. Like that was the more. Important she's, she literally goes on this rant to Kamala about how. And now we got this nightlight to deal with because she's so 
she's ruining shit for us. I was like, is she ruining shit for you? Or is the government entity that's up your ass ruining shit for you? Yeah. And she's like, you know, they've given them an excuse to come into the mosque and they ruined the voting meeting. And I was like, well, how is this that girl? How is this nightlight's fault? Like the fact that that's where you're going to is like, I hope you have the fucking character growth where you're not a bitch anymore because that's like such a shitty place to go with it. Like if you want to be mad at the government entity that came into your temple with shoes, be mad about that. I was mad as soon as I saw the scene. I was like, they're going to come in with shoes. Like I'm not Muslim, but I'm sick. And if somebody came into my temple with shoes, I would have an issue with that. Sure. Like that, that would be a conversation right there. Like you'd be stopped at the door. So like, when, as soon as soon as I saw that, I immediately felt myself tense up where I was like, no, you don't walk in with shoes like that's like you need to cover your head and take that's off. Your that's the shoes. bad government uh, people being bad. Yeah, Well, yeah. People? And I know. I, 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 but like that disrespect, I was like, yeah, this is a big deal. They're acting like sure. assholes. This is not how you act. Oh, if you yeah. need to come in. Uh, sure. But this is not how you act. So I could understand her being pissed at them. I would be pissed at them, too. I'd be like, yeah, those fucking bastards came into the temple with their goddamn shoes on. They were disruptive as hell. They were completely disrespectful. They thought that they had a right to just like go through the, like be mad at them. But for her to be like, well, we have to police our own and nightlight has made things difficult for us. Like we need another target on our back. So I was like, nightlight didn't put that target on your back. The government, this government entity did. Why would you, as, as somebody think- like the writing is so inconsistent to me because she's otherwise so progressive. And I'm like, why would you blame this other girl like- right out of the gate? It seemed to me like her anger there came from the fact that it was bringing unwanted attention on, like, the idea of, like, someone with powers being darker-skinned and being, like, a Muslim girl. And, you know, it was like, oh, that could be, you know, we're going to get people like those people that showed up. And and that, I think, like, it was more stress. I don't know. Again, I don't have a fucking clue. But... <laughs> I also, truthfully, am just like very attracted to that girl. So like, I don't. I have nothing to say. <laughs> I mean, she can get away with anything with me. The I'm girl like running for immensely the, attracted to her. The, like president so I don't or care. whatever. She can say whatever. What now? You're talking about the girl that the Nikia. Yeah. That's Nikia. Yeah. Friend? Yeah. Oh my no, god. No, she's pretty. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. No, she's Beautiful. super pretty. She's yeah. super pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I I she thought can say whatever uh, she wants. I'm like, you're right. I was you're very surprised to to speak to. And I forget the the agent's name, but whatever the 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 female agent's agent bad name guy? is, yeah, agent bad yeah, guy. Yeah, they agent have, like, robot bad guy. They have made her like fucking awful. Like she is just a real she has real two piece scenes of shit. Each scene is yeah. like just a piece of shit. Just like, like the first scene, she's ow. just like straight up fucking racist. Just like over racist. And then yeah. the second scene, she just like continues to be a piece of shit when she walks in. Doesn't care about his shoes or anything, and just like kind of treats everyone like an asshole. Um, yeah, that I was very surprised with how much they like turned up the "I'm a piece of shit" on that uh, that role. And I also don't know where that role. I don't go. even know how they showed up at the wedding. I was like, how did they know to come here? Why did they show up here? Oh, that's and true. And then they immediately arrest all the brown people, which I thought was fucking hilarious. That part I thought was accurate. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. Did they call... I was like, yeah, they're going to arrest well, all someone these probably people. Called they don't know that but... they're superhuman. Yeah. They literally the don't know that they're pulled, superhuman. So... They, like, they, just, uh, they just grab. They're like, grab those brown people. <laughs> <laughs> None of them true. match the description of Nightlight. 
Yeah. Literally, none of them match the descriptor of light. Night Sort it out later. I have no clue. Get as many as you can. They're like, they're just like, all right, guys, let's grab all the all these brown people. We don't know if they're superheroes. Grab them, grab them. Well, and they, I was like, they they had to have known because they brought the like CW anti superhero gun, right? But they start <laughs> shooting them at what? They don't know those people are aliens. They just start shooting them, and yeah. I was like is actually accurate you know I what you know what it could be i was like this is probably accurate you know they what it actually could be were, oh shit it's brown people those those <laughs> agents might actually be scrolls maybe maybe oh, that's how that they would know explain why she has no social skills yeah and why she's just like a complete you oh know. my god jp i absolutely hate you but that's this is gonna be one of those moments where we're we right go <laughs> yeah when they like go back to meet grandma they're going to be chased by the baddies. And then in the end, like the person that cleans it up is going to be that agent. And it's like, we thought you were a piece of shit. It's like, no, I'm not a piece of shit. I'm not even human. Yeah. That's going to suck. That's going to suck so much ass if that happens. I bet you that's what happens. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, and that makes <laughs> sense because that would explain why her act, like why her writing is so like rigid, unbelievable yeah. in some yeah. ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, like, okay, that scene they're showing where the temple is falling apart. In the beginning? What? Yeah, what year is that set in? They're old. They said it they says, were over 100 years old. It says partition. Right? Literally, the beginning of it oh, says Oh, it was that. the beginning of partition? Okay. It, it, they talk about the British soldiers like firing the... cannons or something. Yeah. Which right? is, that's stupid. Because the partition happened when the British left India. People are saying 1942. It was the day of the start okay, of partition. Okay, 1942. Okay, so, so I was just thinking about it because I'm trying to figure out, like, she already had a family at that point. Who did? Right? Like, Kamala's great-grandmother. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, I would think yeah. so. She already yeah, had yeah. a family at that juncture, and they were separated, and she was trying to get back to them. Yeah. I think that's why I'm she like, left and didn't help them return because she found a family here and wanted to stay, but she wanted to protect them, which is why she pieced out. I think that's what we're getting at mm. in the story. So the do you think she that left, they all agreed that like, okay, we're going to find this bangle. We're going to get back home. And then Aisha was like, stole it. Or I'm going to take this bangle, steal it and get back to my family and Could help be. them get to Pakistan. Uh, I don't. That's a great question. I guess there was like a out. discrepancy yeah. there where I was like, they would know. Like she would have had a she had a family by then because as the story right. is told by Kamala's dad, she already had a kid by then. She already had a family, and they were on the train or they were about to get on the train to go to Karachi, and then they were separated. Right. So I was like, okay, and they keep showing that train. So I'm like, did she? leave the other aliens for a while go and have a family and then they found her again and they were like well it's time for us to go back home but she wanted to stay maybe maybe she was like okay like i'll help you guys find a relic powerful enough to take us back but then she like kind of bamboozles them and takes the relic and goes and becomes a superhero in pakistan well if you remember they were banned or i guess like they were banished from whatever realm they're from so i think the back story we will find out is that like they're probably not they're they're probably like the general zods 
of that universe <laughs> of dimension and yeah. they were they were banished to this realm and that's why she, she the grandmother uh took the bangle because she's like i'm trying to you know we don't deserve to go back and you guys are baddies so i'm taking the bangle and i'm gonna live the life that i have here and like f y'all i think that's what it's gonna end up being but i will say we didn't talk about this in that temple on the floor with oh, the yeah, ten those rings. rings. Yeah, ten rings are there. So I mean, like which, it is all connected. That whole thing is connected to whatever the hell is going on in Shang Chi, which is yeah. I'm here for that. Yeah. I like connections like that. Same. I you know Well, I, it also just like makes sense. Um of course. I'm happy that they did that. Like I I think it's kind of cool, but like the Punjabi word for tea is the same as the Chinese word for tea because of like Silk Road trading and stuff, and that's where we got tea from. So we call it jaw in in Southern India and the rest of India, they call it chai because the word was like distorted and perverted over time. But like in Punjab, where we're close to like the source, we call it jaw, which is exactly the Chinese word for tea as well, which I thought like that, like that's how closely our cultures were interwoven for so long. Yeah. If you look at like even uh, Indian fashion in like states like Punjab compared to South Indian fashion. We even use a Chinese collar in Pakistan and India. We use like the exact same collar they use in China on our Indian clothes because we borrowed that from them. So there's like all this trade back and forth and cultural exchange. So it's not inconceivable that the Ten Rings wouldn't have been operating in Pakistan at the time. It would have been India in India. And like because there was so much cultural exchange there, right? Yeah, there's, like, there's probably Bakuma like uh, Buddha was born in India and then spread Buddhism like, you know, up through the rest of Asia. So like, yeah, there's probably like a treasury. Right. And that's why all that stuff exists in there. I don't I don't know why you had a severed arm, though, of what looked to be unless it was a fucking blue statue. I don't but. think it was severed. I think it was covered in debris. Right. I thought it was Am I crazy like statue arm that. They, they, it was, it looked, man, I gotta go back and look at it. I thought it was just like a statue. I, have to go back and look. I probably, thought it was buried under rubble. It definitely was. It definitely, that's true. I think they I say severed arm is what it was. Yeah. It, well, it has flesh, Jesse. Right. I didn't see that. It looks like it, it looks like it has wrinkles and I don't think a statue would have wrinkles. So let think- me, uh, here, here's the, the, are, is all of this leading to them revealing that she has inhuman ancestry in her like DNA? And that's what these bangles are like pulling out. And that's why only she can I don't use think them. it's gonna be inhuman. I think it's just gonna be alien. Whatever these aliens yes. are. Okay. I don't think they're gonna go the inhuman route. Maybe I'm wrong. But I don't think they want to. They I don't think they're going to specifically name in humans. I think they're going to be that. Well, that was all but confirmed in episode three, right? Like, like she's part alien because her great grandmother was, and then so was so is Cameron. Except um, he hasn't. He has latent abilities. His nur. Oh yeah, that's right. They talked about nur. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that whole thing. <laughs> Where they got into Yeah, that was some midi chlorian shit. I'm sorry. Like, that shit made me laugh. I don't know how other Disney people felt when they're like, you have to unlock your nude. I was like, Yeah, I I I... forgot that whole thing happened. Yeah, the Nord. I, you know what I thought? Straight up CW shit right there. 
I thought the plot was going to be like a classic like gaslighting tale, which would have been actually really cool because this this is like a phenomenon that's common with people that come from like more sheltered cultures. A lot of the time is like people will try to create a sense of and they kept talking about family in this episode, too. Uh I was like, oh, what's going to happen is they're going to be like, well, you know, your family they reject all the things you, we that you like about yourself, but like we support them. And they were going to try to get her to get give yeah. up the bangles so that Cameron could unlock his abilities. And then they were going right. to find out that they're villains. I thought that was going to be the apex of this episode was her falling in love with Cameron, realizing Cameron's been grooming her this entire time to get that bangle. And I was like, this would be a very interesting story that's very poignant to things that happen right now because we've had this like huge issue especially in the uk of like uh specifically south asian indian pakistani women um being put in sex trafficking rings because they're less likely to report it if something happens to them if that makes sense yeah so there they like there has been cases you can like look it up online of women like basically they'll get something incriminating like a like a photograph or something like that and be like, oh, I'll threaten to show this to your family unless you basically become a prostitute for me. Right. And it's like a huge issue because like the concept of shame and dishonor is so strong that they've a lot of horrible people have figured out that this is an easy demographic to groom and take advantage of. And um, we watched a couple of documentaries about it on my stream. It's really heartbreaking. And they keep talking about dishonor in the show. Like, oh, well, her, your mom's a good person. And, you know, her grandma dishonored the whole family. Dishonor, dishonor, dishonor. They keep talking about this word dishonor, even at the wedding. Like, oh, well, you know, your mom's not here, but whatever. She would have created drama and all this stuff anyway. And so I was like, I wonder if that's going to be a thing, if they're either going to coerce Kamala into doing what they want or if they're going to do that thing that they thought they were going to they're going to gaslight her and be like oh your family doesn't support you being yeah, a superhero I, we support you I thought that's oh, your where they family were going doesn't yeah. yeah instead of like, the we're going to give you like, all the things that bitch not going to give it to us we're going to kill her family <laughs> it doesn't make any around. sense because Kamala was eating out of their fucking hand she was yeah. to the yeah, point that very, she even says like very, but they're so nice. Like, I'll talk to them. And I was like, yeah, right. no, that's exactly how they should have played it. She should have been like, well, Kamala, don't you want Cameron to have abilities like you? And like, don't you want to meet other people like you? And like, what what your parents don't support you? You can't even tell them what's going on. Like, but we'll help you. We'll help you with the government, too. And that's like literally how a lot of people get recruited into like cults and horrible organizations is they offer them a support system. It doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense to chase her around and try to kill her. It makes a lot more sense to be like, I thought maybe she was going to get in a fight with her parents at the wedding, and those people were sitting outside like, oh, yeah, your parents are disappointed Dominic in you again. Imagine if they knew the truth. Yeah, they would, <laughs> never, they would never forgive you if they found out you were nightlight. Like, oh, wow, you're the reason those people came into the mosque like look at all these things you've ruined especially because the entire narrative of the show is going towards that her conversation with um like you know the old boy from the masjid where she's basically saying like well how am i a good person and he drops the line her dad tells her which is like well good is not something you are kamala good is something you do i would i thought for sure it was going to be this like 
And then they even have, okay, this is where I screamed. <laughs> then they even have this dialogue with her mom uh -huh. in the bathroom where her mom is like doing the very desi mom thing of being like, oh, beta, you know, like with her knee. And she's like helping it. And it's like, mom, did you ever get something you wanted? But then it was like, was more trouble. And, you know, they have to hit the difficult immigrant story checkbox, which actually in that case made sense to me. She's like, yeah, it was really hard when I came here. You know, I didn't really speak the language. You know, your brother was still in diapers. It was really tough. Classic immigrant story. And it's like, oh, but what helped? And she's like, you know, Ruby on D, like finding family here, going to the mosque. And they talk about found family. And I was like, oh, this is going to be where Kamala's like, maybe I've found my family because I'm in this difficult situation. Yeah. And just like my mom was in this tough situation and found this support network, I'm in this tough situation and I found this support network. And instead they're like, no, they're going to attack her. And I was like, this is fucking stupid. It was the quick this is route the to like shit. make the enemies is what it was. Yeah. Because they had all the story beats Yeah, for her to be like recruited and then to find out like at, at, on episode six, she finds out like they're actually the super villains. You don't need it, to establish and defeat a villain in six episodes. You can just have a great story. They could have had the wedding be the main part of that story and maybe yeah. ended the whole season like with her parents finding out she's a superhero and her finding out Cameron's a supervillain. I think that would have been infinitely more interesting than them trying to establish and defeat these villains in six episodes because, fam, it's not working. This, you know, for me, again, it's not it's working. The, it's the Marvel problem where and we, we've talked about this so much much like going back to our discussion on black widow if the whole movie was the first half of that movie where it's literally just like two sisters getting to know each other it would have been a fantastic film yeah but they always at some point have to do like and then the villains show up and then it's a crazy climactic special effects battle the end and it's like sometimes especially in this show i would rather it be a scott pilgrimy like young high school romp of kids dealing with kid shit and then like oh but there could be something worse coming down the pipeline next season i, and I think that's super fun and yeah they're trying yeah. to cram everything in and it's like we're going we're we're now traveling overseas i think we're gonna <laughs> like are you kidding me i think we have okay. to get something like that though because th this is going to lead straight into the marvels so why does miss marvel join captain marvel like what is what is the the tissue they're connecting the shows so there's probably I'm some also, Cree bullshit at the very end of this uh are they not gonna do you think they're gonna do anything and i i'm gonna say no just because i know but i have to ask <laughs> are we gonna see any of nirvana or any of that like those deities that show up in marvel every so often or is it like f because I'm, uh, I'm thinking like maybe or if there's a guy going on deities, they made Jin aliens and basically said Jin don't exist. So who the fuck knows? Or as knows? they're commonly referred to as genies. Yeah. I th that line was really fucked up. That was no, that was a face crack of the century. Cause Jen, from my understanding, I'm not Muslim, but Jen are like just mm. as real as like it would be like if they did a Marvel subplot where you found out that like Jesus was an alien like Prometheus, Jesus was an alien. Like not necessarily Jesus, but like angels and Jen are like real. Like to right. a lot of people I know, they're real. And like we talk about them in a folklore sense, like even in Punjab, we talk about them in a folklore sense. But like a lot of people consider them to be real. So being like, oh, no, they're aliens. 
uh was is i was like yo that's crazy so at this point they might be like shiva's an alien yeah krishna is an alien the, the other thing that they, i don't know i don't what the, what's left <laughs> they could go that route because we already have like a pantheon of a lot of different gods and and maybe it's a tie-in to thor because maybe you know gore kills uh a god from this pantheon i don't know i really don't know how they're all gonna bake that in or if they're all if they're going to whatsoever um, but there is also the other big name drop, which is kind of out of left field, especially if they don't talk about it at all, of the idea of clan uh, destined, which is like a, that's a huge thing in the Marvel world. It's not, it's clandestine is, is a word, but clandestine is a whole thing within the Marvel world. I don't know if they're going to do that. I don't know why they would just name drop that casually. Uh, it seems really out of left field for them. I to really do that. hope they do the story arc where Miss Marvel gets incredibly disenfranchised with Captain Marvel. Cause I think that would be very interesting. Oh, I think she's just got a super fanboy. I, I think she shows up really? at the end of episode six and she's like, Hey, we got to go take care of this. That's Come to space with me. And then that's it. Marvel story arc is the kids being like, we fucking hate you people. And like they, the cover was like Miss Marvel burning her Avengers membership. And I'm like, we have it. Like, we could totally have Tom Holland, Spider-Man, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, and like even the black, the new Black Widow be like, no. Because it, it makes so much sense. So basically, like, what kicks it off is like each of them realizing that like the Avengers really aren't shit because they don't care about people on a micro level, if that makes sense. So like the could Avengers be. come into like Jersey City, they knock a subway off the tracks or whatever, and then like Captain Marvel's like getting ready to leave. And Kamala's like, wait, no, you have to, like, fix this. And they're like, well, no, we have bigger things to deal with. And she's like, people take this train to get to work and to get to school. Like, nothing is more important than this. This is the most important thing. And, like, basically all the Avengers, like, all you, or the young Avengers, like, all you people do is fight each other. Like, you you literally come to blows over everything, which is true post-Civil War. You argue over everything. You can't work together and you don't care about people. And they're right in some ways, but wrong in other ways. And they branch off. And it's like Amadeus chose Hulk, young Vision, uh, young Scott Summers, Miles Morales, and yeah, uh, Robbie Reyes, Ghostwriter, and Kamala Khan are all like, fuck it. We're going to make our own Avengers. And we're actually going to help people because you guys fuck up cities and then you leave and it's super fucked. And I was like, I love this like young Gen Z optimism. I loved it. I loved it. Cause I was like, on some level, the Avengers are right. They have to like, Dr. Strange has to worry about Wanda and, and Thanos and cosmic balance. He doesn't have time to worry about the fact that he broke that public bus. <laughs> right. Multiverse of madness. It could be young so, like Avengers in some plot. ways yeah, they're right. Be. But I love the idea of like, you know, like that street level justice where they're like, but no, but like people take this bus to work. Like they, we need to like fix this, you know? So I I hope like they keep that sort of optimism where, you know, like, cause I think that's just such a, like, you know, that whole, like never meet your heroes. I think it would be so cool to do that in a Marvel movie. Like just sure. one time. I mean, they they could go that route. Where she has this like idea of like, oh, Captain Marvel's gonna be amazing, and then she meets her and she's like, 
but what about these? You're not going to help them. She's like, I have to go to outer space, kid. More it's, important things to deal with. It's <laughs> definitely the type of thing for me that any at any moment, if Captain Marvel shows up in this show, it immediately dwarfs whatever Kamala Khan is dealing with. Right? Yes. Captain Marvel could just be like, oh, you're dead. Right. <laughs> like, yes. Let's yes. move on. So it's gonna be like the very last thing, and she's gonna be like, "Quick, come on!" And if that's the mo- if that's the story they tell in the movie, it makes a lot of sense. But I think initially, Captain Marvel's gonna be like, "Hey, you want to go be a part of something greater?" And she's gonna be like, "Oh, fantastic! Let's go, Captain Marvel! I idolize you!" And then she'll jump on and do whatever. I'm starting to think that the reason captain marvel gets involved with everything that's happening on earth again is because of things like the 10 rings and these gauntlets the and that there's a mystery like whatever the marvels is going to be it's yeah. the mystery of like what is this stuff and why is it here and where does it come from and that kind of thing because it seemed to be the hint of like well i'll look into that shit was at the end of shang chi so i wonder probably all kree related it has to again be. i have no effing clue how any of the stuff we're watching is gonna lead they were like the next couple of movies are gonna be all about setting up the next big bad i'm like are they yeah what what okay. was that thing you linked us by the way because that's what kevin kevin Feige said like that we were gonna know the next big bad in the next couple of months right that was the quote yes. yeah yeah basically so that they're means getting set up to like reveal the next big bad and i'm like okay the one thing that did happen at the thor premiere from all the reactions they said one of the extra credits is like fucking bonkers bananas crazy in terms of its actual whatever happens in it is just insane and so maybe that's what that still, is alluding still holding to. out hope that we start getting crazy symbiote shit holding out hope maybe that that weird hand thing that's in the that's in the trailer whenever christian bell walks into that creepy vine room yeah. tentacle room that weird hand i'm holding out hope I mean, it, and I predicted. I I want to go on the record again and say that I predicted in that MCU crew that that's the null. Yeah, yeah. Here for it. Be. Here for it. Could be. If it's not. Great, but I'm it's going to be life. another case of of me writing something really cool <laughs> and it not being real. But I hope that that's it. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Like we're getting into cosmic Marvel shit, so we might as well lean all the way. Like we've already destroyed, you know, Pakistani like and Muslim folklore, so we might as well like have a good cosmic storyline. Boom. Boom. Let me <laughs> let me ask you this, Bronze, and and also Jesse. Do you yeah. think we get a color filter in the next episode of Miss Marvel, or do they leave the oh, filter? Oh, they off? better not. They better <laughs> if they not. put a filter, it's from like what the, I know, it's the worst thing, um, right? Like that's that's the most from, egregious thing they've done. I'm trying. To, I've been trying to keep track of the directors. From what I know, like the per, who is directing the next episode? It's like actually a Pakistani guy. Oh, is it okay? So I, I yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas like. I think the director for this last episode wasn't, which is why they keep mashing Indian and Pakistani culture together, which I mean, it all used to be the same country. So some of it is going to be the same, but some of it is like a little, you know, like it's a little tone deaf in that, like there's some things that you're just like, Oh, like I've never, I've never heard a Pakistani Punjabi say, so like things, things like that. I'm like, Oh, that I feel like, but that being said, I don't think we're gonna get a color filter. Okay. We get a color filter. I, I think if they do, then then that show goes like it gets canceled. 
by a large swath. I mean, if, of if the, the Internet. Moon Knight cannot cannot do it, right? This show should, in theory, be fine. Yeah. Should be fine, but yeah. you know, <laughs> the world you never ain't know, like man. That, so we'll find out. Yeah, yeah we'll definitely see. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think you know we're on. They the, better not. They better no. They're not going to do it. They're, there's no way. There's no way. We're on the there's path. No of her getting her second bracer that'll unlock you, her full powers. Listen, that's where that show's if you, going. If, and if, you're, if you put a filter on any Middle East or South Asian country, you get your brown card to revoke. Like, you're <laughs> yeah. done. You know? I don't care what race you are. Like, you just... I'm going to take... I'm taking it's it. Done. I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to revoke it. You're just going to cut it like, You know what? You're not, you're not brown anymore. Because why, why? You put a filter over Karachi. Right. You put the orange filter over Karachi. So you're done. Give me the card. You're out. We'll find out. Out of the club. That'll uh Might premiere. as well get used to biscuits and crumpets. <laughs> That'll uh, fall like on Monday. Wrong. Everyone knows sorry. South America is a little bit yellow. And if you're anywhere in India, it's a little bit orange. And it's like it, it checks out. It's just a fact. Just a fact. It's the way it is. Did you ever see? If you're in Australia. It's uh, like a, a little reddish. Where do we think the other bangle is? Um, uh, where do we grandma think the has other it. bangle is? I think, I think grandma, grandma probably has it. has it. That's how she saw the train, right? Yeah, yeah. 100%, right? Yeah. Although, I, I, I don't know, like, now I'm a little... Uh, I don't understand, one, why she would be wearing the bangle to see the train. And two, like what, like why the train would just pop up there? Like I, they're probably going to answer that but stuff, but I don't know like why. The villain also saw the train. She saw Kamala through the vision, and she didn't have a bangle. But she saw right. it because the bangle. She was, was in there, the room, right? Though, right? No, no, no. Before that, remember, like Kamala sees her, and then they get she gets in the car, and she recognizes her. Oh, you are right. Like, but I think it's a uh, the alien blood that allows you to see something. Maybe because in order for the the grandma to have it, Aisha would have had to have the bangle. And from the scene we saw in the temple, is, is that the where nor? would Aisha have gotten that other bangle from? Is that the nor? I think that that's I think that's it? the nor. Yeah, I think it, <laughs> I think they're all connected. I fucking in hate which that case I just had to say that. In which yeah. case, Kamala's mom probably has might maybe I don't know her her power her nor isn't activated or at least which means that nani at one point probably wore the bangle and was miss marvel if that makes sense yeah because her power is activated i yeah she was saying that that yeah because the mom is like your grandma trouble i think it's yeah i think you're right is that she was like og miss marvel i think the mom knows a lot more than what she's letting on i think that's going to be part of the next episode and and episode five is like her mom finally revealing and coming to to terms with it um and like you know saying it's okay and that they're going to be fine with that in some degree in some yeah. fashion where do you think the name miss marvel comes from where does that get because that right that's not a thing yet there's no she's not called miss marvel <laughs> do you think it's gonna oh my god do you think it's gonna be something like one of those you know like just old people 
You think the grandma's gonna be like, what are you? Some what sort of Marvel. Miss Marvel over there? And she's gonna be like, oh, that's a good name. And I'm, oh, it's, gonna probably be one of those. it's probably gonna be her mom. Like, you have to decide, beta. Do you want to be Kamala or do you want to be this Miss Marvel or whatever? You know, it might be something <laughs> like that. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it's gonna be. She's gonna be like, she's, it's gonna be those things. She's like, you know, I, I Miss Marvel. And it'll be like her. Like at the end, sitting on the lamppost and yeah. credits. Yeah, I mean, in the comics, does Captain Marvel give her the name? Where does she get the name Miss Marvel from? Uh, in the comics, she can change her body, if that makes sense. Yeah. In addition yeah, yeah. to like being able to make constructs, so like she's tripping out on Terrigen, and Miss Marvel is her favorite is her favorite character because this is when. Carol Danvers was Miss Marvel oh, and okay. had, I think, just taken, I think she had just take, gotten the promotion to Captain because at one point Captain Marvel was a man. And then we right. had Carol Danvers as Miss Marvel. And then Miss Mar Carol Danvers became, basically got the promotion to Captain Marvel, kind of leaving the Miss Marvel uh, Moniker like, or spot empty. It, yeah. So when Kamala's powers first activate on being exposed to Terrigen, she's like freaking out and her body's like warping out and she like like joking almost like jokingly is like maybe i'm magical or i'm powerful like miss marvel and she conjures the old costume it's on like her the black suit, like the, the the black suit thigh highs and then she's like oh my god my parents are gonna fucking kill me because she's yeah. like you know that's like so inappropriate for her to be wearing um and so like she immediately calls herself like miss marvel out of the gate because that's like really the only superhero that like she like that that's just who she models herself off of and so it just naturally happens she becomes like the miss marvel of uh jersey city got it okay i have no idea how the fuck they're gonna stumble upon that name then <laughs> everything the, you cost, just said. the costume is really cute too because like it's like her mom's like oh well, wear this burkini right Right, right. Uh, you know, when you go swimming and she's like, I'm never gonna fucking wear this, mom. And then Well, she got it's the, the mask only thing from... that's stretchy. Right. Yeah, she got the mask from, from Bruno. Bruno. Yeah. But like it's the only thing that's stretchy enough for her like crazy body transformation. So uh they end up treating it because Bruno's like a genius. They end up treating it like with this stuff that makes it even stretchier. And it's like it's super cute. Like why she wears the costume becomes like super apparent. Yeah. Um I think in this one they're foreshadowing it, like with her wedding outfit. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Or his little But red. it did drive me crazy that she didn't have her tunni for most of it until Nakia's like, you dropped this. I was like, I was gonna say, girl, you need to have that. Your what? outfit is incomplete without <laughs> what is that? Sorry. Without her it's like the it's like the scarf. Oh, um, okay, okay. Gotcha. And Nakia literally says, like, you dropped this. I was like, Thank you, Nakia. I was like losing my I was like, girl, where's your fucking Juni? The <laughs> entire time, I was like, "Sure, you got <laughs> your outfit's incomplete. You got to have your tunni." Um, most people won't be seen in public without that. Just for reference, for people that don't know, like that's like it's an important part of your outfit. Your outfit is incomplete without a matching dupatta or tunni to go with it. And so it's, I'm happy that like Nakia at the end like shoves it in her hand. She's called it out. This. I was like, yeah. Because I was like, if they remove that from the costume, I'm going to scream. That's her. That's the best part of her costume. And it gives her like a viable reason to have a cape, mm. you know, but like like her 
her long red mm. dupatta that she wears, like when she's in the Miss Marvel costume, is like my favorite part. I was like, if they get rid of that, I'm that's like where you lose me. Where I'm like, you can't get rid of that because it looks so visually stunning. It's like a cape. She's the only like character that has a viable reason to have like a red cape. I'm like, you assholes better not cut that out of the costume <laughs> design. I swear to God. You're going to get 30 angry emails from me. You Ooh. better keep the fucking Johnny in the final costume. Ooh. We'll see. You hearing me? I, we'll see. Keep it in the costume. Me, here, random tangent here. Uh, at any point, does she see the four CW uh, villains with wide eyes? Like where they're like when she went, when she first put on the bangle and she saw those people standing there. She didn't see the four bad guys in the same manner at any point, right? I don't think she no. did. I think okay. she just saw no. the mom. Because I'm, I'm trying to think, like, who, who those people are. If she, like, went to their dimension when she put that on, or if those were other uh, Miss Marvels, or, like, who the fuck those, those things were. Because um, they haven't talked about that at all. But didn't... Didn't someone else put the bracer on and she said something along the lines of like, did you see that? Didn't that happen? Am I misremembering that or making that up? Yeah. No, no, no. Her mom, uh, Aisha puts the bangle on and is That's like. That's right. It was in the. In whoa. The, yeah. Did you see she that? sees something. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I wonder if that's like, it's, it's showing the other world that they're from for a split second. Maybe. I mean, it's at this point, anything's really a possibility. Or it's showing the world the bangle is from. Yeah, because it's it's heavily True. implied that that bangle is not from where they are from. Oh, right? it's like, like they say it that. Is. Okay. Like, or it's no, like one of those things where it's like anyone like, who wears it is connected. You know what I mean? No, that's what like, I'm saying. I'm saying like it is. I didn't realize that, Bronze. But that makes sense if that's the case. Yeah, because she she says like we don't know if this artifact alone is powerful enough. You know, it's supposed to be a set of two. And it, gotcha. I, to me, it was implied that like it's not from the planet they're from. It's just a it's an artifact that's powerful enough to get them back home. Is was my interpretation? Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. No, I, I think no, because they don't seem well. to I've... know a lot. They yeah. don't seem to know a lot about it. They're like, I don't. We, you know, like hopefully this will work because I I assume it's to amplify because they're they're newer. I hate saying that word. Their mana or whatever <laughs> you want to call it is already really activated. <laughs> I feel bad like already, slimy like, for saying every <laughs> saying every time. We could call it's, it. Oh, it's like saying midi chlorians. Yeah. So there, theirs is or... like already activated, right? So right. I think it like amplifies the power of whoever is wearing it. In Kamala Khan's case, because she doesn't know her powers are there, and because her powers are what twice removed, because that's her great grandma that had it. Yeah. Like it basically amplifies or activates it. And now she's like aware of it. So she could probably use her powers without the bangle is what I'm assuming. But if she gets the second bangle, she'll probably be even more powerful. That that's like my prediction of it. But it is I am curious, like if so, my theory is if you put it on, you're either seeing everyone else that already wore it because you're clued in the that vision might not come from the bangle specifically. It might come from like amplifying your ability to see the whole network mm. maybe maybe yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know but then her mom i feel like her mom's reaction wouldn't be like whoa did you see that i feel like her mom would be like oh my god i saw like you know ho home or something right like yeah 
I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. A lot of questions, I think. We still got three episodes, so they've, they've got... These the Bungar are a lot of questions, <clears throat> And it's three episodes. Like, that, hey, again, look, that's the big already, Marvel problem. We already had half a villain season, flip. And, and yeah, we have half. <laughs> it's, yeah. They'll do it fast. Oh, man. Uh, it's not, it might not be good, Jesse, but they're, they'll meanwhile, do some explaining fast. Meanwhile, Netflix is over here like, so, yeah, we got two episodes left of uh, Stranger Things. One's <laughs> an hour 20, and the other's two and a half hours. I thought hours. they had four Enjoy. episodes in part two. Listen, like, Stranger Things' newest episode? season has been the best since season one. It is the best. Absolutely. It is I agree. Absolutely. So good. It is so though? fucking good. No, this, the, the, I think the, the problem the last... with Disney Plus shows is that they... They know how much budget they have. They know how much like episodes they have. Oh, it's and it's like it's like if I knew, okay, I'm doing a D and D game for Dimension Twenty, and I've got six episodes, and this is my budget. You write for that, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sorry to sound like an asshole, but like, and they've kind of fumbled this with most of the shows, where it's like, but you know that going in, and everyone's like, well, bronze. Uh, Miss Marvel isn't a super popular character, so of course they weren't going to spend a lot of money. I'm like, yeah, but the people who sat down and wrote the script knew they had six episodes. It's not like they they wrote all of it and then someone came in and said you only have six. Like they, I feel like they should have kept the so scope small because I, contrary to what people might think, I don't hate the show. I don't. Is it inaccurate in a lot of places? Sure. Is it? But there's parts of it I like. It's just those parts are really few and far between. Mm. Like, I like seeing her going to school, talking to the counselor, being an artist, trying to balance her making YouTube videos, which any dissy person knows, like, that's your parents' worst nightmare. Your parents want you to be a doctor engineer. And they'd be like, why are you doing this YouTube all day? You're on the YouTube, YouTube, you know, like, <laughs> I, I want to see that. I want to see more of her family. I want to see more of her relationship with her brother. I want to see more of her relationship with her community. I want to see her friendships. I want to see her at school. And they could have had this cool plot where like she does have a crush on Kamran. And you know, at the end of the at the end of the sixth episode, she finds out he's a bad guy. What a great fucking plot hook. Why did they write a whole all this? I it's mean, just, I can really tell you the same reason me. they do it for every show is that I think. It is what it is. It's a Disney show. And at the end of the day, Disney plus Marvel equals a lot of executives, a lot of producers, a lot of behind sure. the scenes stuff. And they're like, we have a thing we do and it works every time, which is we need to have a big spectacle. It's Marvel. We need to do this. That, and we got to get there. And I, it's totally unnecessary. I wish someone would tell them not to do it. Like take a minute and give us something that's like, like a story driven character something rather than just like i mean it's what it is it's it's i understand even though i love marvel i understand when i have friends or i see people on the internet say they're all becoming the same thing and i'm losing interest totally I get yeah. it yeah because i see it yeah makes sense the parts of the show that are awesome like even okay so for the longest time i was like man I don't know why they keep Ruby Auntie around because she seems a little bit like a bit. I love Anjali. My, a very good friend of mine plays that character, by the way. But this episode, I finally saw it. 
is that like she can talk shit about pe- her family, but nobody else can. When that lady's like, I saw Kamala pull the fire alarm and she's like, oh, my God, no, you didn't. The DMV didn't renew her license, you know. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah. The, I was like, oh, OK, I'm starting to see. I'm starting to see that like Ruby Auntie's like, listen, I might sh- talk shit about how Kamala is short and chubby, but nobody else is going to talk shit about how Kamala is short and chubby because that's like my Ponji. You know what I mean? So like I, I thought that was cute. And I was like, I wish we had just a little bit more of this. I almost wish the finale was the wedding. Like, um, like Indian weddings are an event, right? Pakistani weddings are an event. I was like, why wasn't the finale the wedding? This should have been like the apex of the show. Anybody who knows how dissy people get down knows our weddings are like, uh, like eight days long. They cost a million dollars. Everybody dresses up. It's like a whole kit and caboodle and shebang you know i mean there could be an encore wedding because this one was ruined i i'm uh, I, this like one was ruined i would love look i'm gonna say the best part of this show hands down is the family oh a show a six episode arc of this family's interactions i love watching the mom the dad the brother of Kama's interactions with them i think i love her great. friends i love like what's going on at the school i love the counselor i love the weird like drawings that show up all that shit is so much better than the like powers plot line and the villains plot line and the like all the stuff that is Miss Marvel. I'm kind of like, I don't particularly care about that, to be honest. Everything else, I'm like, I do want to see what goes on with that thing. And I do like I'm more real talk. I'm going to let you know. I'm more interested in the shoe thief plot line than I am in the villains. It's the kid. We, we saw who the shoe, shoe thief yeah, is it's the kid. The kid that it's fell. a kid that fell off the building. Yep. Is that true? Yep. Hundred percent. Yeah. He's wearing he's wearing the Kia shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't notice that at all. I remember because they were really. That's a plot line shoes. I would have preferred. Got, like great taste. Yeah. No, she's she's wearing he's wearing the shoes. That's that's why he fell. In my opinion, you still probably, you yeah. steal shoes from the mosque. You're gonna probably fall off a building. That's real karma. <laughs> you know, people throw around the word karma. I was like, no, it doesn't. You got him. Like, like the way he fell, I was like, because you stole those shoes, you little shit. Yeah, that's true. You don't steal shoes, you won't fall off the mosque building. Yeah, Yeah, even like, like I said, even the little brother, the little brother wearing the Hulk, the Hulk. Yeah, yeah, during the dance. Yeah, Yeah. I would have loved to have seen a scene of like the the two families meeting each other. Like, I think that would have been like something really cool. We haven't seen something like that on camera because like. When I was when I was very young, Bendit like Beckham was huge. Mm-hmm. And to me, that meant a lot because that was the first accurate portrayal of a Punjabi Sikh family I had ever seen on camera. And it's the most accurate I've seen since then. Yeah. Like it's it was just I was like, yeah, no, this is what this is actually a one to one. Like what a being Punjabi experience is like. So like that's if you want to see a movie that shows Indians living abroad that is that is like what we feel like. I think most Disney people would agree. Oh yeah, that movie is is it. But there's a t- there's a moment where she has to choose between going to a a wedding and going to a football sorry soccer game. That's really important Football's to her. Yeah. yeah, and she's like she's like in her langa and like trying to change and like also like she's trying to do right by her family and also follow her dreams. And I think that's what's like so like that that's so like accurate to i think like how i feel about 
like thisy cultures, like trying to like be like, oh, I want to do what I want to do. And like even a lot of this YouTubers like just ran talk about this, like wanting to do what you want to do, but also wanting to do right by your family, knowing that like they gave up everything to come here, that they've worked so hard to give you the life that they can. You know, like my mom worked in a cannery. My dad was a carpenter. Like they worked so hard to give me the opportunities that they gave me it was my dad's dream to go to college. Right. So of course he wants me to be a doctor and having that heartbreaking discussion of like, oh, well, I kind of want to write, you know, and like the thing with Indian parents is they just want their kids to be happy and they have an idea of what that happiness looks like. Right. And that's financial security and stuff like that. And it's it's it. I don't know. It comes from like a good place. So I think like those are the parts of this show that I like, like Kamala's mom wants her to be happy she wants her to be safe and that's what she cares about the most and she feels powerless when she can't do that and it, it's it's hard it's like you know that's the part that's heartbreaking about it is even in this episode when she says like what the fuck is going on like who are those people <clears throat> like what was happening i thought the episode was going to end with her being like mom i have to tell you something yeah, she's still. And the it. fact that she's still, the the fact that she's still holding on to that, I'm like, I that I I need to have that interaction because like that's it's gonna happen. I mean, it has to. It's going to happen, but I hope they don't wait five episodes to do it. Like, no, it'll happen in episode five or six. It it well, it it might happen <laughs> next episode. To be honest, because they're right. She's not gonna like have. Uh, How else is she gonna get her to go to Pakistan? Exactly. Yeah, like there's gonna. It'll happen eventually. Maybe the writers don't want it to happen. It's definitely going to be a big emotional moment. I think what's going to happen is, I think like her mom is going to be like, let's go to Pakistan to like put this back. But I also hope we get an extended scene of Kamala's mom reconciling with her mother. Sure. I I think that's important. I think that's really, really important. And that's, that's probably been the part that I've had to like step away from is like, that's been mildly triggering for me Mm. is like people are talking about like, Oh, well, she brought shame to her family and da 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 da. da and I've been accused of that in the past. So that actually, like, mm. I'm not using the word trigger lightly. Like, some of that is like mildly triggering. Sure. And I have to be like, okay, th- this is a lot. Uh, I don't like this at all. Because yeah, yeah. I've had people talk about me like that um, at public events. And I was like, this is gross. I don't, I don't, I hope this has some kind of payoff. But even listening to Kamala's mom say that, like, oh, well, you know, like, she brought shame to the family and like packing up the box. I was like, I, I hope this, I, I'm going to need y'all to like have this end really positively. Cause like this sure. is, I'm sure it will. A it's lot, a Disney show you know? after all. Yeah, I have a great relationship with my mom now. I have a great relationship with my mom now, but like we didn't talk for many years. So right. like it is, I think that's probably another reason why I'm like, I don't like this show. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it, it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah. I don't happen, know if so. I, I don't know if we needed that. Yeah, but yeah. well, we'll see. We got episode four here in about uh, forty-eight hours or so, give or take. Uh, speaking outside of the world of Marvel, real, real quick, did you guys watch? Are you guys watching the boys? Did you watch Herogasm? Uh, I did. No, I'm gonna watch it on stream. I did uh, bronze. I can. I did the same thing last night. Is I it still, nasty on stream? Yes. Like, is it too much? 
It, I still believe well, that. I mean, what? Well, eh, Jesse, eh. Jesse fucking Cox. Are you fucking kidding me? I didn't co-stream the, the first the episode because they show a man's whole dick hole. Oh, I was like, I can't fucking tune in that. for episode six, Bronze, because they yeah, show a whole I mean, lot like, more. Look, look, here's the thing. Time out, time out, time out. What they promised, we got a fraction of that. Do, I think they definitely I hyped think it up. that Herogasm was that. oversold on the internet. I was expecting like an hour of insanity and we got like i don't know we had like 20 minutes of it 20 minutes yeah but, but it's still pretty the best insane. part of the episode was not hero gasm no spoilers i agree with that too i i thought it was the best episode of the boys they've ever done absolutely That's, it's 100% hands down best the best episodes episode. i yeah. love this season it's great season yeah this episode's I best episode of the show it's great can, can we talk about when they go to vault world <laughs> sure yeah yeah the ham-fisted like you know the blm blt the pride <laughs> oh my Bruns, god Bruns, i wait till died the opening of, wait till the opening of the newest episode like the, the singing the singing died. the like yeah the lgb the, like, turkey goof on the covid yeah. uh uh like singing yeah. that holy shit yeah. amazing the show is so they're irreverent in its takedowns it. i love them they, yeah. they have elbow dropped the mcu like seven times oh like, wait. It, it's hilarious even wait. even last season <laughs> oh, totally, I, I, I can't wait for this one last season they did it too where it's like oh yeah Maeve, we actually feel like it would be really good if you were gay we're gonna need to change who you're with though we can't have two femme people together so we're gonna need you to butch it up a little bit i was like Oh, you mean like Marvel, where they go down a list and check boxes, and then Dude. you have two camps? One Did camp the, that you yeah. know. The I I I've felt that way. Bronze, I have one hundred percent felt that way me, about the way you, they write stuff. Where I'm like, oh, y'all were just trying to like. Here's how crazy. I I do think episode Herogasm was crazy, but I do think they oversold it. There is a comment in this show about how Cosby makes really strong drinks and i'm not gonna say or give you the context but that's where they go like, no i like it i like that they're not pulling any punches sure, and they successfully yeah. pissed off half the internet i think the most shocking thing about the boys has been realizing that there's a subset of people that think that homelander is a good guy oh yeah are we, no, that, are we watching the same fucking yep. show are we that watching episode, the same fucking yeah. show that's Are we watching the same fucking show? I I'm Yeah. No, the subreddit last week was a ton of fun to to read because people were like they're, they're The just... show has been review bombed yeah. on Amazon. And yeah. I I went through and looked. It's been review bombed by a oh, bunch of people that are like fucking review bombed. Oh, before. it's wokeism, it's wokeism. I was like, guys, Homelander was never a good guy. From season one <laughs> to now, no. Homelander has never been the <laughs> hero of the story. The I don't guy. know why you think he is. Yeah. Like He's people always thought, been unsettling, uh, creepy, Hawk. fucking crazy. There were people that watched last episode and was like, oh, yeah, Blue Hawk's an all right guy. He he was perfectly ah! fine. Yeah, those those were legitimate comments on this stuff. <laughs> it's like people are fucking crazy and have a twisted like, I just, sense of reality. Hold on. I need. Oh, my God. This is so funny. Uh, this is exactly what Bronze was talking about. And I keep thinking about this. And I can't stop thinking about this. JP, I'm going to send you this image. Every okay. time. Every time that there's any sort of like talk of like, yeah, you know, we're trying to roast everyone. This is what I think of. And it makes me laugh so hard. Uh, 
I guess I sent it over over the old tweetster, huh? Yeah, that works. This image right here makes me laugh every fucking time. Send. This is this is someone has the high res version of the TV the the Mave TV dinner. Oh it's yeah, hilarious! It is exactly what you imagine marketing for like this world. It's such a good roast. It's so funny. The brave Mave. <laughs> Brave Maves, vegetarian pride, lasagna. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it's taking a while. Whenever you download an image from Twitter, it adds a, a fucking Dude. stupid dot PNG at the end of it. It's fucking. I can't stop thinking about it. It makes me laugh every time I see it. It is like I've never seen a more perfect like version of corporatization of like anything in my life. Cracks me up. I keep thinking about that. Like, well, how do we spin this whole? You're into women thing. Brave maid. She's like out. She's out. <laughs> like, it's so funny to me. It's really fucked up. Oh, yeah. God. Here you go. Sorry. Sorry you had to fill. Good job. No, I love the boys. I think I'm, oh, it, it gives, it's cathartic to me. I have to say it's cathartic to me because sometimes you start to feel crazy because people get, I, I call it the, the circle. I was talking about this on my streams the other day. I think I may have offended some people, but I don't really care. And I was saying there's like a circle where people get so woke, they go back into racism. It's, sure. like, it's like a real thing where they're like, they're so woke, they start to veer back into racism. And the example I gave is like when Trump won the election, one, one of my employees when I worked at the game store, like came in and was like crying. And he was like, you know, just so you know, like, I want you to know I have your back. I will fight for you and I won't <laughs> let anything happen to you. And I will make sure you stay in this country. And I was oh, like, I'm an man. American citizen. <laughs> like, I was like, do you think I'm fucking Mexican? Like, I was just so confused. I was like, first of all, I'm an American citizen. Second of all, I'm not Jesus Mexican. Like, Christ. I don't know what you think is going to happen to me. Like, ICE isn't going to come kick down my door in Seattle, Washington and drag me all the way to California. Like, where are they going to deport me to India? Thanks. That's a $2,000 ticket. I'll take a free trip to <laughs> India. I, so I was like, so confused, but like, they, they kind of like veer back into being racist again, or like actual yeah. conversation I had with the producer on a show, real conversation. Well, your voice is important and your stories are important. And I was like, right, but I'm just going to like write a normal D and D game. Right. Right. But your voice and your story is important than a white man's voice or story. And so that's why we're going to give you this opportunity. And I was like, but it's just D and D, right? <laughs> right. But don't you understand? Okay. But so are you hiring me because I'm Brown? Off. Is that what you're telling me? I was like, are that's you letting me you. know yes. to my face that it, I'm a diversity the, hire? The okay, silly, cool. The, no, thank you. The silly part was like <laughs> you gave him outs there where you're just yes. like, yeah, it's just a D&D story. And he's yeah. like, yeah, but you're unique because you're not white. That's what I'm trying yeah, to say. He, he, basically, he basically was like, you are a diversity <laughs> hire. We really need a brown person, oh, and I want you to pat me on the head and tell me I did a good job by hiring you. <laughs> and I was like, "Don't you see that I'm we're doing no. you a favor by letting you tell this story, man? Your yes, voice I've, is I've, important so to I've, us." Here's here the, the I've said no to ops like that where I'm like, you know what, I'm a pass. <laughs> it's look, it's a really weird. It I guess in that person's defense, but not really because you gave him outs and he just continued to go down it. 
it's a really weird conversation when you actually have to think about that when it comes to like casting because you straight up mm -hmm. do have to be like yeah we got too many white people right like that's a that's an yes! actual thing you have to think like, about you just have that conversation <laughs> you know what i mean like sure I've been yeah yeah a part like i've been a part of casting shows and that's a conversation you have is totally like, oh well we could cast so and so well, that would make the table majority male. Let's try to right. get some gender diversity on the table, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, but you don't do this whole like, hi, whole um, we're choosing <laughs> you because much. Roe v. Wade was just overturned and you have, as a uterus haver, your perspective is important to the MCU <laughs> crew team. Jesus. Your, your perspective is important because right now on the MCU crew, we need a, more people with your point of view as a vagina haver to come. Well, I mean, like, I mean, that's what our conversation was like. Ron's like, I, you know, I just put it out there. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it's great. Sign me JP, up. JP, when join. he approached me, he was like, for too long, pasty white bearded nerds have not had a say in this yeah, industry. Yeah, we, we need a redhead, I need you Jesse, to be the voice we need a redhead. for all of us. And I was like, by God, I will. It's about time someone let white fat guys with beards have a voice on the internet. Look, someone's got to give them God, a voice, Jesse. I'm going to be that man. Yeah. I will be the one to step up. Someone's got to have yeah. that voice. Yeah. That's what he said to me. And I was like, you're so brave. You're so brave, JP. Anyways. Give me the scene. Yeah. Boys, yeah. it's very good. I haven't watched any Obi-Wan, so I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to spoil that. Uh, although I heard the final episode, I think my good. opinions are probably the same as Jesse's on Obi Wan. I heard the final episode was was worth watching, so that's that's what I'm. It's yeah, the final episodes. Uh, the last two episodes are very very good. Yeah, but like that's what I've been told. The rest yeah. of it, I was like, this is like throwaway fluff. Like any yeah. side of this was unnecessary. Oh yeah, what? my my Reggie brings up a. a and did you guys see the Miles Morales Thor stuff? Did you see all that? Ah. <laughs> Now that stuff was fucked up. Okay, remember how I said you can be so woke you veer back into yeah. racism? Remember how I just said that? Go read Asgard that is my comic. Hood. If you're like, Asgard you're like is my hood. Bitch, there's no winning. That's a straight This man uh, says by Odin's fade, and Odin in that comic does not have a fade. By Odin's fade. And he starts fade. out the comic by rapping. <laughs> bitch. He starts out the comic by rapping. Oh God, I didn't know about the Odin's fade thing. That's I saw he the like my hood is ad Odin's, comment. By Odin's fade. Ooh. He says these words. I bitch. I fucking I saw that like But this is what happened. Ramp it up. This is what happened when you check boxes, right? Right. right because right. I don't think they actually got somebody. Like the 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 huge thing here is people are like, this is why white people shouldn't write comics. The the writer is not white. Oh yeah. He's uh yeah, he's I believe um uh is he is he Mexican? He's not I'm he's not, not sure. white, he's Jewish. I think he's Latinx and Jewish. Um but this is what happens when you when you cast people or like choose people to do something based off of nothing other than because the writer for Miles Morales is white. I would just I would just like to point that out. Sure. And, and G. Willow Wilson is is not Pakistani. G. Willow Wilson is Muslim, yes, but G. Willow Wilson is is white. So why is it that these white people have written great comics for brown people? It's about cons consultation. It's about like th very thoroughly doing your research. It's about it's about uh, having cultural context. 
you know? It's about coming from a place of authenticity about what type of story you want to tell. So, like, I think if anything, this Miles Morales Thor comic, which is horribly racist, proves <laughs> that you can be, you know, a marginalized identity and still do a complete fucking botch job of writing a minority character. Hey, I, right? Asgard is Because my hood. clearly this just... man did no fucking research and didn't talk to anybody when he wrote that drivel i just need you all right i'm just gonna read this one page okay yes done in verse as an intro to the character um <laughs> midgard long ago old yggdrasil spread then the world tree grew in brooklyn instead immerse as we traverse the universe from the vast multiverse comes this dope verse. The stars shine upon the realm of the gods, forge mighty battles with his four, his squad. Where's lightning after wars are won? What victories lie for the son of sons? He's got style and he's got flair to boot. With his kicks, you know he's in hot pursuit. Old enough to know that he don't know all, he wants to have a ball before the fall. All his dreams rain from the clouds above. He brings the thunder. Best believe it, bruv. Get the fuck out of here. That is. Wait, is that's he a hate English? crime? Is You're he... reading that out loud is a hate crime. Is he English? <laughs> is Miles Morales English? In that, this? Why do you say bruv? In Brooklyn, they say bruv in Brooklyn. So really? Listen, that, you reading that out loud was racist to every person in this chat <laughs> because that's horrible i had to read it but hearing it out loud is come horrible come down bro those are come the down. worst <laughs> ah! come down bro you won't mind oh, how is this so bad at one point he says hammer time yeah oh yeah i saw the it's, it's hammer time I, that was the other one i saw on twitter yeah yeah, Miles Morales' Love, Thor says hammer time. I can't believe they were like, well, we're going to rhyme with it. Above. What rhymes with above? Bruv. Bruv. People in Brooklyn love using the phrase bruv. Yeah. Why would you do that? It is. I can't believe. I can't believe that that got, that? like, approval from human beings. They were like, you know what? Good enough. <laughs> They're like, yeah, that'll do. Let's put. Let's that print that. Let's go ahead and print that. <laughs> It is wild to think that that Honestly, actually did go through black checks and balances. Of our of the of the audience, you're now free to cancel Jesse Cox just for reading Whoa. that out loud. Whoa. I'm so sorry. Whoa, that he put you through that. Got a hot cancel. <laughs> if mean, you want, you, look, I'll make, I'll, you know, I'll make it up to you. I'm out so loud sorry. makes it the way you savor no. each fucking word. It's uh, so bad. I it's Bronze, I did. Someone from the chat makes a great point. Uh, we're gonna have to call you that bruv girl from now on. Uh, no, that, bro, girl. <laughs> why did you why did you read it so slowly? Why did you read it so slowly and just rap. savor every word? You really, you really like just a rip, rip. You were really chewing rap. on the bruv. My there. name is Jesse, and I, I'm here to say I'm going to rap in a major way. <laughs> that's still better than whatever the fuck they wrote, dude. <laughs> that's still better. Let's call the show. Let's get out of here before. Also, the fact that that Jesse character looks nothing like—he <clears throat> looks nothing like Miles. Am I crazy? 
No, not Am at I all. the only one who yeah, watched that? Like that? I, although literally it, looks that, nothing like the character. Uh, I, I'm coming to the defense of the writers. I I know and do this, but in that the power of like Thor or the hammer that makes him like super. No, but they changed his hair too. Like oh, they did changed they? Okay. like the gotcha. whole. I thought this was like a mighty Thor situation where, like, well, the yeah, got he's super buff. buff. Yeah, I mean, except he still has his Jordans on. <laughs> wow. Okay. Sure. They're not, they're also, not Jordans. Like, they are they're Jordans, but instead of the the Nike, it is a hammer flying. So technically, they're Thordans. You're welcome. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Jesus. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Actually, we'll have Jesse. Bronze has to recover. Jesse, do some shout outs. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. He's got nothing. Goodbye, everybody. He's got nothing. Goodbye, everybody. Bronze, shout outs, anything? Hi, hello. Check out Coffin Run on Dimension 20. I stream on Twitch and I'm on Twitter. This is my last MCU crew. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) Jesse, Jesse, I don't need shout outs. I'm hereby announcing my retirement. Goodbye, everybody. I'm out. The cancellation has begun. Goodbye, everybody. Gordon, I got. See you guys next week. Episode four, Miss Marvel. It's also Thor week after that. Maybe, unless Jesse gets it canceled. Right here. Bye bye.